Good evening, citizens. Good evening, citizens. Good evening, citizens. Oh, I love the new intro. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> are we all allowed to join in now? We know it. Oh, uh, yeah, we are indeed. And welcome to E2 of E2. Oh, I thought we were echoing. <laughs> I thought we were doing hoist the colours. Okay. Oh. You know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna no, cancel the recording. Not... We're gonna leave. This I'm gonna in. say something here, which is in 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 all light fun, and we love him for it. Um, but we're pulling an Ollie Facey, and we're releasing things in order, but very delayed. Yeah, extremely delayed. <laughs> but they're really great, and everyone's waiting for it, right? Well, I point that. Yeah, I have. I'm not even joking. I've had some like you know sarcastic, but still very much categorised as hate mail. Uh, on Facebook <laughs> oh. around when is uh, Saturday and Sunday oh, no. coming out. So this is Saturday. Please don't hurt my family. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's 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 hard to imagine that any of us are actually busy, but um, apparently Oh, I was going to say, don't hurt Chris's family. It is entirely Chris's fault. <laughs> oh, it is Chris's fault. No, I was putting them under the bus, Matty. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt my family, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't, don't hurt me. I have a wife and kids. Take them instead. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh, classic citizens. Right. Us. Okay. So oh. let's 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 now imagine that we actually Hi, did everyone. record this uh, four weeks ago. No, hang on, three weeks ago. Yeah, four weeks ago we would it would have been on on field. That would have been fun. Um, really? Anyway. Oh my god! It yeah. feels both longer and like less time away than that. That's really weird. So where do we get to? Like Saturday? We got to the end of Friday and we called it there, and then we had three weeks of not doing anything long yeah i mean as we all agreed at the time saturday uh, so sorry friday was a whole event itself so do we yeah, really need to talk about the rest uh, yeah people are just being greedy now we gave them a whole event yeah. worth of content soul cried three times what more do you want <laughs> not on the podcast well on the field well you have to go and listen to find out come on you gotta give some mystery oh sorry <laughs> it's no mystery it's been out for three weeks <laughs> Yeah, right. Cool. So. All right, then. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Start it. Okay, what so next? Saturday, E2 2023. Mm -hmm. Monstering. We begin the day we... as monsters. But, but why were we monstering? I don't know, Sol. Matty, can you like tell the... us? You... <laughs> well, listeners. No, like, why were we monstering? No, but I, I'm sorry. I just love the way that you said that, Sol. Like, like... Chris had missed a cue on some scripts oh. that we don't have. And why were we monstering? Keep to the script, Christopher. <laughs> yes, fuck. Uh, we were monstering because Black Scar and Merc Banner now, and lo and behold, that backfired for Navarre, if they were hoping we would be with them, and spectacularly worked out for us because we got to go and fight with the Orcs on Sunday. And personally, I like fighting on Sundays. So Sunday was fun. I enjoyed that. Mm. But, but we're on Saturday, and that yeah. means we're Orky Boys. Just skipped a whole day. Uh, well, some of us are Orky Skip Boys. More. Some of us are refs. Yeah, yeah I was volunteer refing again. You were, In Chris's you were, hat. You were this close to bringing you along. I know. This I know. Yeah, it's true, actually. I was really torn whether to, to monster with you guys or to ref. Um, uh, for the audio listeners there, it was about an what? inch apart, my uh, index finger and thumb, when I was saying oh, this. Oh, Letting you know. Good. Yeah, for, for the audio listeners and us, because we can't see you either. 
Well, on the uh, on Patreon, we have a special link to the visual version of this podcast. We don't, and please stop texting random numbers. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's really important. Really, really important. Um, at the end of the last episode, we told you to text a number for merch or whatever we, it was. We told you. That Sorry, we, as in the shut, shut the fuck up, all right? It's either I... the fault of yours, or it's the fault of me for saying that no one would be stupid enough to do so. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> anyway. You absolutely know who you you are if you did this yeah you know who you are but for the rest of you listening in somebody did it <laughs> and they got a threatening message back saying textless number might cost an unlimited amount yeah it was and alarming it, yeah very alarming text to get so don't actually text um shout a song to 069069 because something horrible might happen to you yes we don't know what because most, that... most of you probably just get charged uh, um, an amount of money I don't think and it doesn't that go to got charged, but it was no, it's a, a threat. But like, <laughs> it was, it could have happened. You never know. Yeah, but of course, by making stuff up, we accidentally find a threatening text service. Mm, that's that's very band shatter song. To be fair, yeah, very it's, on brand. Brand. it's on it's on brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so Chris, yes. not talking about the ref here. Were you orking? I can't remember. I was. So I was a thrall. Um, oh. Because. That I just got to be blooming warm. I was weak. I was weak. The flesh is weak. The iron is strong. <laughs> the body uh, was also not very willing. <laughs> no, I was. Um, so I guess it's between Friday and Saturday. It's technically part of the Saturday episode, but I was up until four a.m. in the morning on the Friday night with um, some other post of four a.m. in the uh, afternoon. Uh, I'm being facetious. Carry on. I I, I just realised to see. You know, Matty, you can't bully people who are less intelligent than you, okay? Because it's bullying, all right? Now, <laughs> at 4, you know, 4 a.m. is, if you didn't know, near the sunrise, but not quite there. And it means you have very little nap time between going to bed and waking up. We'll so... come back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was not feeling great. So I still turned up to Monster. Um, and I, I was a thrall for the day, but I did bring my longbow, so it's actually kind of worked out because uh, the Jotun don't use bows, but the thralls do, the uh, Yagara. So I was a Yagara archer for the day, or as we said in the queue, an archer, an archer. So that was uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. An archer, an archer, no march like of bullshit. literally okay, seconds so after no he'd said that, bullshit. about 30, 45 seconds afterwards, someone just went archer and archer. <laughs> and it was oh, I yeah. think brilliant. Now, what was it? Was it? I think at E2 that we actually had a conversation about like, uh, why do they always say that? Like, what does that actually even mean? Like, what is comedy march of bullshit? As opposed to just, you know, regularly having fun, like... And hmm. I think it's something to do with the brief. I can't remember. Brief, and it's to. it's, it's to do it's with the Jotun brief. They are Jotun. Yes, they they should be following Jotun brief, and it's you've got to also remember all of your hearth magic. So unless you are a part of Marcher hearth magic, you technically can't be doing any Marcher bullshit because it's 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 within your hearth magic. It's an interesting yeah. one. It's more of a game. They essentially have given up. The Yagara have well. Yagara can be, they're just like human thralls that have become mm. uh, accepted into the ranks, not accepted as Jotun, but accepted into the ranks of the Jotun. Mm. Um, but they are fundamentally no longer whatever original nation they were, mm -hmm. half yeah. magic wise. 
like when we swap which is why the refs are always like no comedy marcher bullshit because they're not marchers anymore true very true makes sense doesn't stop them <laughs> doesn't stop them especially when the marchers are playing them oh, <laughs> <I've noticed. yeah. laughs> the um the marchers are worst oh, like, at I, doing that. I was saying to the the 4am gang how excited i was to shoot at well them and also uh the rest of the people we will recognize in davar and just pin cushioning them with arrows and uh, more oh, on that yeah. later but... First opportunity to go against our own. This, in a this way. is the first time we have fought Navar. Yeah, yeah. Ever. literally ever. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. And we had loads of archers. There was because we had the marchers as Yagara, and there was we had fifty archers in a single block. I yeah, I think it was actually more than that on the field. I remember hearing something like fifty-five to sixty when they were counting everyone in during getting all the monsters together. And man, you, it looks like a huge block. Yeah, we could actually do volley fire on the main field. It's like your know, front rank kneeling, second rank firing over the top. Are and... you allowed to, though? Because I thought you were only allowed to loose an arrow if you aim at a specific target. Yeah, that's the thing. So that got raised when we were all shading under a tree. And it was basically a, you know, that you would pick a target and shoot. And if you didn't, you just wouldn't fire. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But it looked yeah. very thematic when there was, uh, again, for Warhammer fans out there, the Bretonian bowman box that cover up was pretty much us for uh the first five minutes and then after that uh, cohesion yes. broke down and i went friend hunting <laughs> that sounds such an ominous snigger <laughs> despite the heat i still put an alt mask on and my gamberson and my chainmail. i was heavy yoten boy mm. oh my god you did um, That's yeah insane. it was honestly if you have right if you manage your layers properly manage your food intake manage your water intake you can cope it's like it is doable but yeah. you must get all of those bits correct because otherwise yeah. you, you are very much at risk of uh keeling over yep. yeah yeah quite a few heat strokey people well, i think i've never seen the imperials make it from the field to the forest so fast as on yeah. both main conjunctions <laughs> I was so happy the, the incentive was big. The incentive yeah. was great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember how a lot of our fight happened. Um, we, we were kind of we managed to get put into a block. Um, we uh, as as Black Skull were, you were right at the front, weren't you? At the beginning, strength. Um, we uh, we weren't EMUing, but we sort of were. Bit of both. Um, Oh, no, we've got a Drew GMU, haven't we? Not a Yotun one. Yeah, so you guys are kind of blobbing. I, I saw, I found um, yeah. Tiki just before the heroes came through the gate, so I knew roughly we're where working on that, actually. Uh, there's some PD opportunities coming out about EMUs, but uh, I'll talk about that probably next time if it happens Ooh, at E3. Um, yeah. yeah, it's very cool. That'll be fun. Um, that is cool. So, yeah, we, well, you we guys, were just kind of I remember blobbed. you coming up um on as i was standing near like the gateish before people were coming in and i remember seeing you guys all go past and not recognizing you immediately but you all look you just all look damn cool you know and i was like yeah there go there go my lot they're cool <laughs> we i can't fully remember it was four weeks ago uh but what i do remember is it was pre it was quite a bit of carnage on the field um, and then finally, it was rough. It was really rough. Um, but some good, some good scrapping. And then, as you said, like we we pretty much sped into the woods 
as as fast as we could. Um, but now, the uh, don't like the heat either. No, 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 not. no, not at all. There's one more thing, I guess, before we get into the blow by blow of the battle. There's one more thing about the particular Yagara I was playing, and my name was Caleb. Um, I think Willowmere or something like that. And Caleb had a very emotional and deeply touching letter to his wife on him. I don't know if you two got a chance to read it when I was writing it back at camp. Oh, yeah. No, in my head, this happened at E1. This, ah, this is kind was... of... <laughs> the time That's so where... weird. Did you do this twice? Um, I think I've definitely made backstory for my monsters before, but I've never written a letter. Maybe it's just one of those weird deja vu-y things. Yeah, or maybe I said I was going to do it and then didn't have time, but this time I did. Yeah. So I sat down nice. and wrote a letter that, in essence, was writing to my dear wife, Karen, and said, uh, thanks, you know, implying those previous letters, saying, thank you, Karen, I know you're really struggling, but uh, thank you so much for looking after the kids while I do this. I'm earning more you know, money for us so we can pay for our son's medicine. And I'm so glad that our daughter's standing up to the bullies at the academy and stuff like that. You know, really, you know, troubles at home kind of shit. And the idea was to make sure that oh when Caleb died and someone I recognised came up, and if they looted me, I would give them the letter. And it went swimmingly. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. you're going to start a Yagara rights movement or something <laughs> ridiculous. Right, it's it's a little bit later in the blow to blow when the letter gets pulled out, but um, yeah, that's an important part for Caleb today. I, I feel like we can skip most of, as we said, like the, the field happened very quickly. So unless there's anything yeah. else on the field, it was into the woods. And um, it was starting to feel quite a bit like the uh, Druge fight of E1, where we were doing a lot of retreating. Um, and they were stomping us a little bit. Until they weren't. Um, and there was, there was just this, this quick switch of, uh, of, of control as the, the Jotun had uh, managed to kind of regroup themselves, re-prepare themselves. And then it was, it was, it was just some, some good fighting. Mm. Uh, the Imperials got split into, I think, almost three groups uh, across the field. Um, so yeah, kind of bisected or trisected uh, across the forest. And um, if I recall, uh, most of uh, Black Scar's group uh, were pushing up kind of the left-hand side as you're going into the forest. A lot of kind I of remember... uh, fighting. Oh, nice. That's the type you like. I remember distinctly that there were so many times in that forest where I would sort of turn around and be like, okay, the monsters are here and the player's there. And then three seconds later, genuine, it felt like three seconds later, I'd be like, Okay, now the players are behind me and the monsters. What? Like, what? It just oh, felt like so there were no movement. real lines. It was kind of cool. I was yeah. like, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta keep watching your back. You've got no choice. Yeah. And yeah, it was really quite fun um, seeing all of the people that you recognise from your nation <laughs> and others, and going, "Ooh, I get to fight these this time." You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, I think it was more obvious for a lot of our thralls or Yagara, because obviously they're pretty <laughs> recognisable. I don't, I don't know if you know that Fizz reps look very similar uh, when playing different characters. It's, um, it's startling, isn't it? Uncanny. Yeah. Funny how that happens. Yeah. Uh, but I at least had an alt mask on. But um, you can tell. You can still tell. Oh, yeah. The uh, 
I I got fucked up a lot in that fight in a good way. Uh, because I'm gonna say it, I was deliberately hunting Navarre in particular, you know, to show my face and uh, get some shots off. Um, I think as they came through on the gates and went into the woods as they want to do, I kind of walked over there by myself, and there was literally no Yotan there. I was like, I asked one of the refs, "Is this you know, area in play?" And they were like, "Yep, it is." So um, I go in, I kind of try and skirmish, I fire an arrow, miss, and I think it's Kit at this point just rushes me because my foot's still <laughs> recovering from Tough Mudder at that point. I'm very slow. And they, <laughs> they just beat the shit out of me in front of like a hundred in the bar. One and single throw. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a it was a very uh it was a a death born of overconfidence, I think. And uh ran off behind the trees, found some archer buddies and then we, we got back in and started shooting. I can happily say uh there are people I recognise name by name. I hit at least 16 of you, if not more, <laughs> across that fight. Um, all, you know, all, some nice shots were done. a bit lame, like, um, you know, hitting you in the greaves and stuff like that. But there was one particularly good one from a citizen that I shall only refer to as Cheeks, because, well, <laughs> Cheeks knows. But um, <laughs> this is the latter stage of the battle after we've been pushed off uh, the fort which wasn't even an objective. And I think this is maybe a minute before or after you go on your rampage, Sol. And, uh... Okay, well... Kind <laughs> of... What? We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah. uh, wow, I missed something. <laughs> there, there were some fun bits of this battle. You said you were keeping... Uh, you, you were taking a lot of hits, taking a lot of... You getting rolled over a lot. Yeah. I still play my orcs. Um, like I'm there to have a good time I'm there to taunt the enemy and I did a lot of taunting there was a lot of people I was seeing and calling them out calling the Navarre some Imperial Druge it was a good time they knew what was going on um, there was one point in the battle where there was a lot of gorse in front of us and some refs kind of made the call of let's not fight over this but it meant that we were standing about 10 metres away from each other just yelling abuse it was brilliant <laughs> uh, so you know not all in, uh, not all lines in the the fight are uh, physical ones. Um, so it was, <laughs> was really cool. Uh, there was also uh, you, you were doing emotional damage. I was doing emotional damage. <laughs> damage. <laughs> I hope so. That was the oh, that was yeah. the aim. Yeah. Um, Matty, if I recall, uh, mm. this is I, I'm going to ask you on on, uh, on behalf of the ref. I believe this fight was actually a pretty safe fight. All, all things considered, yeah. I, I don't think I've had as uh, 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 had many problems at all within that. I, it felt much more safe than the E one one. Yeah, I've got to be honest. It was it was very good. There have been a couple of not like changes, but there had been some revamps and re going over some of the rules. Um, some of the systems are just being tightened up back end, but everyone was just generally quite good. I mean, obviously, heat stroke stroke was everywhere. Um, and there were a few little injuries, but I think everyone was worried by how many archers there were, but everyone yep. in the archery team was so good. And every single person that I had to approach to be like, hey, just be aware like this or that. Yeah, it was overall very, very good. I'm, I was surprised. I the only reason I, I bring it up is there was obviously a few incidents, um, but all were handled perfectly. Like uh, no one yeah. was actually uh, heavily injured. Um, the grub who was my orc in this one um didn't actually die throughout which was which was also good fun 
got very <laughs> close. But um, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually die. But there was one point that. where... Uh, after the shouting match, we pushed back onto the flank, and there was a little, a, a couple of us fighting a little bit too far over that the rest decided to call. As uh, I accidentally then knocked his glasses off, <laughs> so Rub and this this Navari who'd lost their glasses spent some time searching for the for the glasses while the rest of them were fighting. So well, it not only on you've got the it? physical lines or the emotional lines, you've got the helpful lines as well. <laughs> you know what? You've got to build them up to really bring them down. Exactly. And, and he became my nemesis um, throughout. <laughs> I kept finding the guy and pointing at him, and he knew where I was, and I'd go for him, and it was great. It, it happened like five times during that fight. Um, awesome. That's it, an actual oh, nemesis. I actually had a nemesis. It was great. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. If it happens again, you can do the same thing. I know. Knock his glasses off. Yeah. <laughs> Go for the glasses. Win the fight. Oh, you know, you know what I was thinking when you mentioned that your character was called your your thrall was called Caleb, Chris, is that that was one of the names of our infamous uh, Quiet Grit Blade and Thurunen survivors. It was. Uh, who it are was still in Thurunen. More funny. Ooh. Yeah, and any we should figure out what the surrounding territories are, and if there are any battles that have thralls in any of those territories, then... bring the family on. Bring the family back. <laughs> well, there is going to. I mean, we've uh, had the, we've been blessed in the I'm last barons, couple of days with right? some wins. Yeah, so um, yeah, the barons are nice through now, and I always forget. The family might show up for that. Uh, the, the leaves <laughs> of Paytat, perhaps. Who knows? Maybe we've got to do that. Maybe we've got to do that. Absolutely. But yeah, would be so. Very Chris, just before you get to uh, the sniping of cheeks or whatever we were, <laughs> we were talking about. The cheeky shot. Um, yeah, the, the fight was going really well. As I said, it was really hot, taking quite a few breaks, which was another reason why I probably didn't die, was because I kept going back to healers to get a drink, to get a, <laughs> to just have Taking a breather. Because, um, especially with an orc mask, I, I don't think I've ever had the sensation of about two two milliliters of liquid across my face. Oh, uh, but, but that's what that fight was. Oh, um, are they doing? Are they giving out water again now? I actually don't know that. Um, uh, I did see they... it on the Sunday before we went through the gate. There was just people giving out water. Shout no, out to Tiki, of, or or oh, Henry, yeah. sorry, of our group, who basically just played water thrall both fights and was very responsible. Honestly, saved us. It was hmm. brilliant. Carried like yeah, a, because a you, you can shout. As long as you like about people bringing water and everything and remembering to drink. But it's quite hard, especially on the battles, to actually have an icy water bottle on you. Mm -hmm. It is physically difficult mm. to, to carry those things and to get one that's going to fit and be the right size and not like be not dangerous flapping you. around, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's not easy. So. 500 mils. And even the bigger water yeah. bottles are maybe six. And they get really, really heavy. Yep. Like super heavy, and then you've got to actually step back safely and drink it. Like there, it is, yeah. it is difficult. So yeah, a massive shout out to anyone who does bring them. That's why I carry little fruit shoots now. Honestly, they're actually mm. easier. But yeah, building up to these these final few moments of the battle, uh, where basically they they pushed out and we're now pushing back. Um, I had gone to about three different healers. I was on max hits and max hero points. Ready for the retreat. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs>
Chris, do you want to talk about how this retreat went? Um, sure. So in, in the moments prior, uh, I basically take a take a shot. Disaster. Not at Cheeks, but actually at Puck. Um, I nice. miss Puck. And as, as I'm firing, Cheeks is yelling, look out, Archer. Puck then pirouettes away in a graceful display of agility. And the arrow goes right into the stomach of Cheeks. <laughs> Cheeks just looks at me, eyes wide in shock. And I look back, totally taking credit for what I have accidentally just done. And then I <laughs> skitter off into the bushes, feeling like a big bloody hero. Who's it's a really hiding. interesting feeling, killing mm. your friends, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it was so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> We might need to examine that one another time. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> you're right, though. <laughs> I mean, Suddenly everything so, becomes a little bit okay? more competitive because it feels it's so true, wrong. It's true, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's true. So oh, yeah, the I mean, I didn't feel it on... They got their own back. I did not feel it on Saturday, but I definitely felt that on um, the Sunday when we were Yeah, not you saved Linda's life. <laughs> One of oh, them, God. who I had a lot like fun. Cheeks wearing an orc mask, really went for me. <laughs> really, really went for me. I find it really hard to distinguish people, so I had other people who would come up. And, and I mean, obviously, when you're the monstering and you, you know who you've shot, but the other way round, I mean, I assume that the glasses person knew, like, oh, that's the same orc, but probably has no idea who you are. Like just none at all. There are so many people after after I'm jumping ahead, but only a tiny bit. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> after that whole event, people from Sunday were like, "Oh yeah, I went after you. You got me good." I'm like, "I sure. I I will believe you because that's a great story." But the I red mist has don't descended. know who you <laughs> it, are. It, I don't know what you look like in an orc mask. I didn't see which one you put on. You know that. It's, nah, it's also I, I'm not gonna lie. As a monster, you probably are more caring about the the fight and the enjoyment of the the combat. You're less worried about dying. Um, yes, true. A lot of what you are is your character. You're slightly is going, less to think don't about. Die. <laughs> I, kill the druge because they're my problem. You know. Run away. Yeah. You're all just yes. faceless people to um, kill. Unfortunately for the Navari on what would have been their right flank, which was our left, uh, as I said, I was on full hits, full hero, going into the retreat. Oh, did you just... I just I healed see. fully up before then. And you were ready to go. And it... Well, I don't know if you know much about Navari, uh, as a Navar, um, but but there's there's quite a tendency you, to not on. have... So are you larp splaining me? I'm now larp splaining. You're Navar splaining. Navar splaining. Uh, I'm Jotun splaining. What, what Imperial Druge are like? Uh, yeah, yeah. They they don't have much armor on. <laughs> and yes, I had really a lot not. of armor on and many a hit. Many a hit. And I also so many was, hit was given? Uh, ambidextrous, as I usually am. No, Sol, Ambi, say it ain't so. And let's go. just say a very angry Jotun on, on, on the flank with a bunch of others around them charging in can cut through cloth and leather like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> the sewing machine of... It felt so bad. No, it didn't. It felt Ornament. so good. <laughs> I am so sorry. It was just enjoyable. Um, especially when, funny. and I think it was a... A, a, a poor, poor form, <laughs> form fang was trying to play dead <laughs> and drink one. a potion 
And I just went, that one's drinking a potion. And I just put them down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did you act like actual death? No, I didn't execute. I'm not allowed to execute. No, no, but, no, no. Uh, but, like, did they actually die? Do we I, know? I, can't, I can't remember. So the Thornfang, of which Cheeks is a member, um, lost four of their members in that battle. It could have been. Could <laughs> oh, have been. wow. Okay, I can, yeah, you I got can them. confirm it was. <laughs> no. Oops. The one you definitely didn't kill might have been a Thornfang. But you well, know what? That's not your fault. It's their fault. It's the game, baby. Yeah. It's the game. It, they they didn't they didn't hide that potion well enough because I literally said to the orcs around us, "Oh, I was drinking a potion," and then and then put, it, <laughs> put them down. And then there's just like a record scratch. Like you're probably wondering how I got in this situation. And then just <laughs> it just speeds up again as soul fucking Interestingly, <laughs> it's a it's a fun little thing. I think we've talked about it before. Um, Larkin played dead at one point, but look where that got her. Um, yeah. Playing dead, very good strategy. As long as you actually look dead, that's mm. that's yes. all I'm gonna say. Uh, that both... is actually one of the um, one of the rules that was clarified is around playing dead um, on the battlefield. Oh, what, what's the uh, clarification? But, uh, well, it was clarified to refs specifically on a sort of internal ref page, but it's quite interesting to know just about um, how to ref the area and not mm. like outright alert players to someone playing dead obviously cool. in the situation you physically saw the person like yeah. moving and doing stuff they weren't like playing dead oh playing i, dead. I had just moving. hit them down to what i assumed was zero yeah, hits exactly. and they were still moving so oops <laughs> yeah but but that is one of the ones that have um have been clarified a bit that's a couple cool. of things like that um yeah if it's any consolation i was doing the same as my in character Baron on the Sunday, <laughs> uh, which we'll get to. But uh, yeah, I was. Uh, who, who would that I, be? I, consolation to Sol. <laughs> I don't know. Baron still alive. All I'm saying is, I, 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 I wasn't. Murderous. I wasn't just sharp-eyed because it was Navarre. I was just oh, sharp-eyed okay. this yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how real. about to make them feel better? Caleb was killed at least six times. That's good. <laughs> and came back as Caleb too. Yeah, Caleb. 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 Glub did not die, and there was a heavy chance that uh, you you might get to face him again next event. Ooh, <gasps> a showdown! You should do uh, it. Maybe we should have a showdown. The maybe more if that, that happens, I will I will search out the Thornfang and uh, inform them. And oh, we yeah. We'll, we'll have glasses we'll have bloody wherever battle. you were. <laughs> glasses were. And the glasses, man. Whoever you were. He will find you. <laughs> I'll find you. The nemesis has not we failed have contacts me yet. next time. Yeah. <laughs> this is your only warning. Oh, you man. Go to the Good John Wick series. I can't wait. <laughs> yep. Instead of killing your dog, I mean, they have just killed one of your no. friends. But... Kill Bill sirens just start from oh, nowhere. Yeah. There's, a, there's an SFX ref there. Everyone's very confused. <laughs> yeah, it from goes the back and down the field. <laughs> huh? What's that? There is, uh, there's something of a past of this, though, right? Um, I have to say, it felt very similar to when you actually run an event uh, such as uh, Quiet Gladed Therunin. Mm. I was really mm. interesting monstering then. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's an interesting experience. I think it's good fun though. It's it, it was yeah, good. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing how Navarre fight. 
<laughs> it was so interesting, you know? It was so yeah. yeah. When they were actually well, attacking, they were actually scary. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so think quick. about it. This was also, we were, I mean, certainly I was very interested to see how completely, not completely, but very new leadership handled the whole thing. Oh, they uh, did like, excellently for the, for the situation. It was, yeah. yeah. But it was really I, interesting. Like, I mean, as a ref, obviously, I get to watch quite a lot. I don't, when players first come on the field, you kind of get a bit of a chance to like, oh, look who's there and who's doing yeah. this and who's doing that. Oh, they've arranged themselves. And then you get distracted by watching a little bit closer in. Um, but yeah, it's like, oh, there they are. There they go. Look at them go. It was like a little feeling of it's, like, yay. It's really cool. The ducklings like, are free. The ducklings want the <laughs> blood. And I, 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 I do believe it was like yeah. a complete failure. Um, however, that was not really down to any individual at all. Um, it was everyone, yeah. It was a everyone an was fighting super well, but the objectives were just a real difficult one to yeah. actually organise. It was um, what I would call an objective failure, but not an actual battle failure. As in, there were deaths, um, but under the circumstances, especially for Navarre with with new leadership and and all of that, that's that's hard purely from the fact that you know you get really used to who to send messages to, yeah. and mm. that becomes harder. Um, and really, and also, they, they did cr- Chris. Well. Chris was an archer against them. Like, we can't understand yeah, I, I how bad that them. is. Oh man, it felt really <laughs> good. True. It felt really good. You know what? The person I didn't get was Gwiel. Uh, had a good few pops at Gwiel. Did not get Gwiel successively. Oh, Kept hitting metal, day. and I was like, damn it. Actually, don't. <laughs> Please don't kill Gwiel. I like Gwiel. No. Yeah, I think the battle was one of those cases we... of task failed successfully. Glub, Glub yeah. might have tried. Anyway, moving oh, on. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Caleb managed to die, give away the letter, the sad letter to a Navari who looked an awful lot like Puck, and uh, Puck read it, laughed, (laughs) gave it back. (laughs) (laughs) Puck has no remorse, that's not fair, that's hardcore. And then um, I gave it, uh, Gwen shot me, and uh, gave it to Gwen, and Gwen kept it. But we'll talk more about Gwen a little bit later. (laughs) Mm. A little bit later indeed. But yeah, overall, 10 out of 10 monstering battle. Fighting against Navarre, awesome. Shooting at them, even more fun. And um, watching a style of warfare that we've been part of, but never been a witness to. That was, that was great. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I kind of, I if I was going to monster anyone, I think that would have been a good one to monster, just to, just to use everything that I know that they do and don't do against them. Maliciously, yeah. train them up a bit. You know they've got to learn. Yeah, heroes die. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. You don't have to say it like that, man. Ah, oh, it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. Hashtag it? the only shatter song left laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah, the rest you can't hear us laughing. <laughs> We're we've been added in in your head. We don't exist anymore. Son. Right. What what on earth happened for the rest of Saturday? It was a good, good scrap. Enjoyed that. Drug Enjoyed dealing. That. You were drug dealing. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you recall from Friday, but um, I was acting general. Really? Trademark. General Shatter song. I thought you were. General Shatter song was. Not... <laughs> general Shatter song no, returns. <laughs> general Shatter song returns. Yeah. We, we can't leave. Um. So that's pretty yeah. much the rest of my Saturday. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tent time. You were, it's you tent time. Tent it's, it's time for tent lot. Uh, there are lots of things going on. I enjoyed my time. Uh, let's, I'm going to 
whip out the cliff notes here because there's really not a lot to talk about. Uh, other, other than after the fight, I was definitely struggling with the heat and exhaustion. And like, yeah, it was, it was rough. Uh, but fortunately, we had like team adjutant um, of all like Ooh. the Navari. Navari there was tank quite gang. a lot of us back there. Yeah, it was really it was nice. Good. Navari all tank gang's really taken off. Super helpful. Um, so thank you all. That that is tadpole. Uh, someone called Isa, I think, was there. I don't know. Um, oh, who's that? Then... She sounds she sounds annoying. She's actually win. the super good archer that I'm good friends with now. Really cool. <laughs> not yet. Not at this point on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. So... <laughs> Sorry. Not there. She, she has, she's only picked up her. the bow once for this point. <laughs> don't worry. Um, comes, comes yeah, I was just dying dying of heat. Went went for food at some point uh, and and had eye problems, but we'll get to that in a bit. Let's, let's go to Chris. Yeah, you, I've, Chris. I'm really carrying like the activity because there is, you know, being a bull man, I have the, ah, oh, there, there are disadvantages, there are advantages, like skin is waterproof, right? So I'm always wearing a hat in the rain, uh, but in the sun, life gets really tough. However, because we know that, we have something called wet bandanas. And you soak it in a standpipe oh and you stay hot and cool. This and... was the one thing that saved me as well. Yeah. Um, Farron has that, that green like hood thing made of a very oh, light cotton. Oh, yeah, you do, yeah. Drench that in water under a standpipe, put that on my head. I'm safe. Oh, man. It was the heat was pretty bad. mad. Uh, oh. I can't believe I didn't find my fan until the end of you the event. You didn't find your fan? Oh, you heat... found it, though. Good. I was, I was Even, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I did find it, but like the end of the event. <sighs> Even the worst for the heat for me was the hay fever, which was killing me. Too. Yeah, you, it, it looked rough for you. We'd done a it day really of it. Did. And uh, yeah, I'd kind of had enough. Yeah, that was fair enough. Hence, just doing absolutely nothing in a tent. So back to mm -hmm. the drugs. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Carry this. Yeah, wet cloth plus hot day equals relatively active thorn, I've got to say. Um, don't get me wrong, it was tough, but uh, I actually felt okay. Maybe because I hadn't worn an orc mask earlier that day. So yeah, uh, Lindid, despite being spawned in as a, like a law-abiding citizen who wants to liberate the Saren Grave, um, is unfortunately being played by Chris Anson. Yeah, so he <laughs> has turned into a fucking drug dealer after the introduction of Chaos Fruit. And frankly, the sheer amount of attention and new friends it earned him, he can't wait to sell more risky things. So <laughs> I went down and got some At of our... it's an organic transformation to it is, you know, criminal. Yeah. It, it, is, been it a... has been like a normal route. Normal? You know what I mean. Yeah, this is event... Uh, E3 will be event 5 for Linda, so it'll be the same length as Ban. No. Ban was killed oh after my... 5 events. Um, so Linda's lived the same amount of time now. Oh yeah, Linda started E2. Yeah. <gasps> Man, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, so that takes a year for you to turn the best of your your characters truly to the dark side. Then is that what we're? I hearing? think it's five events where I or where my characters climax, because uh -huh. as we're not going to discuss on the podcast just yet, but I've told you two about my plans for next event, and that will certainly be a climax. But anyway, um, Axos drugs. We could stop talking about climaxes now. Thanks. Well, you just made it dirty, but um, the. Two Axos drugs. There's the blue and yellow. The yellow one is referred to affectionately as cat piss. And the blue one, I've Love forgotten it. the former name of. So we'll call it tree piss. I don't know what's blue. Polar bear piss. Not tree piss. 
I, I can tell you that's not blue. Blueberry uh, piss. There we go. <laughs> it's kind of like a sticky, golden, sappy. God, you said that piss, with feeling, Sol. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I can tell you it's not blue. <laughs> From extensive <Yeah>. research. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I know about tree piss. It's tree piss. It's not blue. <laughs> See, this is what happens when we record an I'm event. Sorry. I'm so for tired and four weeks after. <laughs> we got oh, all these I'm also really ill, listeners. This. So you know, you're ill. I'm playing, tired. I've been playing Solace the entire time. I mean, oh, guys, I know why you're still listening. Wild. If you're still listening, it's impressive. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. well done. I, honestly, Thanks for hanging out with this us. This thing guys. has got progressively more and Love more popular, you. and I don't know why, because it gets lower and lower. Since you introduced us. It's mm -hmm. definitely since you introduced it's the it's the amazing chemistry, insightful commentary, and, just, and just weird chaotic times that we have. We have very different events, all three of us usually. We do. Yeah, um, that's true. It's, actually, it's, it's also because you've got two range. seasoned podcast guests uh, right. on your podcast. Let's now. not be mean, shall we? I think, I think, I think <laughs> at some point we should unionize and start pitching to be upgraded to co-hosts. Um, just saying, because if you want to form a union. Then you can do that. I mean, I, I had input into the ch the name change, so I feel like I'm ready for the promotion. I I feel mm -hmm. like you can only become a co-host if you die, right? That's actually how it works. <laughs> maybe. Well, yeah. Maybe. Okay then. But dear <laughs> listeners, I am now hiring for two new co-hosts who won't form a <laughs> union. So if you're interested, please send an email to band.shattersong at this is please not an don't. email at gmail. Please text. <laughs> While you're at please it, text 069 069 for employ me. Employ <laughs> me. And I'll get back to you. Oh. But yeah, anyway. Sorry, you were talking Axel's about jokes. the free piss. Axel's yeah, yeah. Sorry. So basically, sorry, I don't want to sound like I'm actually cool because I'm not. I'm not a cool person. Um, but the Axel's drugs are very mainstream. No, you now. are because you've got a. Um... Wet Stop. cloth on your head. That no. Yeah. Uh, mm. oh. <laughs> you made him do the the sigh. <laughs> I, I, I think I win. <laughs> yeah, that was got me. Good. It is the sigh. <laughs> got me good. Sorry. Anyway, Axel Scrubs, oh, keep going. Keep going, Chris. That's Come too on, mainstream. Too mainstream now. Everyone's got. Oh, you want to buy some cat piss? Oh, I've got. I know someone who's selling cat piss. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. And then, do you know what I did? I went and bought some in bulk. I have fifty. I have fifty of them coming at next event, right? And we have no idea whether they're going to be uh, indicted or not because we might go to war with Axos and then it will become an illegal substance. So then at that point, boom, nice. Lindir, definitely not a criminal Thornheart. Hashtag not criminal. Yeah, genuinely not a criminal, hasn't committed a crime in his life yet. But, but he knows. Hashtag yeah. it wasn't a crime before they made it one. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. like, I can see that. I can see the... <laughs> I, I genuinely see it as using it as a... um. Because the yellow yeah. one, the, the blue one is for like, if you're terminal, it makes life a bit better. So it's like, it's like Giga Marrow War. And the yellow one makes you a bit more aggressive oh. and feisty. Um, not to the is, same isn't extent Isn't that as the bite. one that can be condensed down into bite? Uh, maybe. <laughs> is that find out in play? That's find out in play. <laughs> Okay. That's that's definitely not an ulterior motive to acquiring fifty sets of cat piss. But anyway, um, I, I see it being used as a um as like a battle drug, a combat drug for us before we go through the gate. Because uh, oh, exciting news, okay. I've spent my XP points and I'm now a guide of courage. And I can anoint and hallow. Congratulations. Things. 
thank you i've joined the priest game and nice welcome. oh yeah i think we're gonna have a lot to talk about at e3 um, <laughs> yep given um, the the whole the whole black scar uh the way stuff. the black scar way yeah let's go what 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 <laughs> there are nine virtues <laughs> the ninth one is vigilance <laughs> <laughs> What? And as we what? know, it... <laughs> so yeah. What are you even saying anymore? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. The, um, I'm really looking forward to using it. As basically, there's going to be a rousing, you know, pre-battle speech. Blah blah blah. Lao is used to give you like a uh, uh, an aura and give you um you know protection and role playing effects. And then also, oh, we need to yeah, we need to have a chat about that because we've there've been some really cool ideas. Because I am a guide of courage. Uh, not courage, pride. And I am a guide oh of wisdom. Mm. Yeah. Actually swapping out my hallowing for uh, for anointing too. So I was just going to say some of those are more battle appropriate than others. So uh, wisdom's uh, probably you, I'm sorry, have you, have you read the wisdom <laughs> yeah. anointings? Oh no, yeah, it's useful. I, I absolutely you. think that wisdom is also useful. I like the idea of like, oh, pick what you want to be anointed to for that's this battle. Very, you know, that's not a great display of pride, was it, there, Matty? Of like immediately yeah. being talked what? down to and changing your mind. Stand up that's for your virtue. That's not what pride is. That's Stand not what pride is. Pride is not just that. We can have an IC oh, uh, debate God, about that. I've been raring to go. <laughs> Move on. We'll have an IC drugs. debate about Back it. The drugs. Why? <laughs> Are we done? Uh, oh, we done, oh, we done young man. Uh, oh, no. done so basically, I bought finished. I bought like fifty cat piss of twenty five blues, and um, it's basically a stock to keep up the whole drug dealery thing because the chaos fruit thing, very fun. We'll cut it, we'll touch on it later. But I've now upgraded my forest to produce chaos fruit as well. So you basically, Lindir, hey, hey, one is a start. Did you did you double upgrade it or no? No, only single. Cause no, because too... you missed the first time, I didn't you? I was too fucking busy at E1. Ah, like uh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, but that's the first ever ritual I've had cast on me at the Regio in six years of play. Oh, that's what's happened. Yeah. But you must have had you must have had rituals, just not at the Regio, right? Yeah, that's what I said at the Regio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Reggie, Reggio, Reggio. My ears are not working. Don't blame me. Come on. It's fine. Be kind. It's fine, Chavid. But um, yeah, jokes <laughs> very good. Stocked up on it, so you know. Obviously, I see you lot don't know this, but OC, be confident that if you talk to me, I'll have something to sell you. You know, it might be a fruit, it might be some piss, it might even be some random literal vegetables that I have. There was a mundane parsnip that I sold at the event, and that went down very well. <laughs> a mundane parsnip—is that what you sold it as? Hi guys, I've got a mundane yeah, parsnip like, for you. Yeah, I said, well, I've got the, I've got some vegetables here, and they were like, yeah, I'll have the parsnip, and that was it. <laughs> the rest is history. Indeed, but yeah, that was my immediately after the battle, but still inexplicably took two hours thing to do. Yeah, I, every time we Sol and I we went out a couple of times for walks and back, as we are also wont to do. We brought that up earlier, it's a great word. Um and just every time we only got to somewhere and I felt like then we were kinda like Yeah, let's go back. Let's like go we back. got somewhere and then just left. And that was kind of it. So there was a lot of walking, which we normally do do a lot of walking. It but... was a lot it's just way too hot. Yeah, it was so um, And then at some point, like lunchtime. Um, oh, and I had something. my new boots. You had your new boots? So, 
Oh, uh, yeah, I have these most- I bought some amazing new LARP boots as a sort of condolences for my new character and also congratulations to myself on a job. Uh, so I kind of like bought some fancy new boots that are very expensive but very nice. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, they are calf high and waterproof and like thickly lined. <laughs> no, they're not too badly lined actually. But the first event that I had them out at was scorching hot. They were fantastically comfortable, very hot. I was dying. I I was, I mean, it was swampy. It was not pleasant. <laughs> Did you have to shake and out I all the salt? And I refused to take it off. Oh, I don't even, I, I don't know. I don't know because they've been sat in your garage since E2. Oh God. Well, the good news is they'll be dry. The bad news is there'll be a lot of salt in there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what... luckily I'll be over slightly earlier this time so I can actually go and TLC some of my kit before getting to the event, which will be really nice. But yeah, man, it was it was drippy. It was very drippy. I remember... Oh no, that's a Sunday thing. Never mind. I will remember it when we get to Sunday. Oh my god, Chris, you've got so many things on today. Yeah. What time, was, what time was this boss auction? So this was almost immediately after the cat piss purchase. So <laughs> in contrast, where the cat piss wasn't too bad, it was by the forge, I'd freshly watered up, I then sauntered down to the Senate building for my first ever boss auction. Because now Lindir is fucking minted. Um It's it, it's at this point where the sun, the the day star really starts to pound the field. And in the space of about 15 minutes, I go from feeling fine to very, very dry, very hot and very sweaty. Now, luckily, I've got water on me and also on my water bottle at my hip. So it's not too bad. But, oh, the, um, yeah, the boss auction itself, it started to on time-ish. You know what things are like in Anvil and there's always like a bit of delay getting settled down to things. And people get there early because like you need to be five minutes early to be on time. Blah, 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 blah. But anyway, very, 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 very cool experience. I thoroughly encourage people to go down and just have a look at, like, the. I'm not going to classify myself here, but some of the wealthiest people in the Empire casually pull out 200 thrones in cash from their pockets to pay for things that are, you know, below the um, abstraction layer, but uh -huh. have a, obviously a big impact with the amount of weirwoods and white granite that's actually entering our economy. So uh, yeah. really cool to see that go down. And then I bid on... Oh, you mean those titles, the the boss stuff? Yeah. So like, like uh, I think it was yeah. Ilium at this. It was like they each summit, yeah. there's a different type of resource. Like White Granite is, I don't know, E1, Ilium E2, yeah. Weirwood E3, Mithril E4, as, as an example. But um, yeah, this time there was a ministry out. Uh, it was the Krudenheimer Trademaster. It's basically a fuck ton of herbs you can oh, buy at bulk that prices. Was... Try again, one more time. Kruden... Krudenheimer? No. Kidderheimer. <laughs> Kidderheimer. Something like that. No. It has kid in it. K-O-D-D. I'm going to say it in the very British way. Kenner. Okay. Kenner. In the, yeah. the non-British way? Kenner. So anyway, I was at the Kidderheimer <laughs> auction and... Um, yeah, uh, this the thing is with boss seats is they you can buy them for whatever you know it goes for right. It's an auction, but there is also an element of working out how much they're worth in air quotes because if you bought all these herbs, you basically start to get um, you know cerulean mezzarin at half. The, I'm not going to say the actual field price, but you get it for like half 
what you would usually buy it on the field and you get it in bulk like 60 doses it's big stuff Whoa. it's important yeah okay. so it's really impactful but the thing is there is a limit to what it's the actual thing is worth because you've got to buy the seat then you've got to get the cash to buy the resources from it and then you've got to sell those resources in their entirety to make profit right so this thing is an air quotes worth it's about so 12 thrones and also, you you have to think about what they went for last time, right? Or is that yeah. just kind of not that important? Anymore? No, it, it is, because there's rampant inflation in the Empire. So for this particular one, and I can't talk about it because the data's on the wiki, uh, two years ago, it went for four thrones. One year ago, it went for nine thrones, and that was considered a bit OTT. This time, it went for 16. Jeez. So it's nearly doubled in the space of two do they, years. Do they start low or do they set a starting price for these it things? It literally I starts really at zero. I have no idea how this works. So one, you know, literally like a, it'll be one crown, two crown, right. three crown, throne, two throne, three, oh, wow. four, okay. five. Um, usually it is done in thrones. Some and people... does someone else run it? Like, is it run by someone saying those numbers or do people just shout out what they want to offer? Yeah, so it's uh, if anyone's ever watched Bargain Hunt, you'll know what it's like. But um, there's an NPC. I'm literally from... thinking of Bargain Hunt. It, yeah. it, it did feel <laughs> very Bargain Hunt. And the red team has found poverty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the um, yeah. it's run by an NPC. So they'll say, you know, here's what's for sale. Here's what the seat does. Everyone happy? Yes. Can I get one throne? And uh, like Lindy and the audience will go one throne. So I'm gonna say two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten. 15? Uh, you know, it'll go onwards and upwards like that. Uh, the one just before the seat I was interested in, that went up to 160 thrones and like four crowns. It was, um, but like it, it started petering out at the 90 point. So there was just two people going head to head. And it was so cool to watch. But uh, anyway, I did not get the seat because my, my budget was 12 thrones. Went for 16 in the end. But it was a very cool experience to see that much money just kind of going mm -hmm. and oh the temptation i had 20 thrones physically on me the temptation yeah. just to go 20 and just shut everybody up it becomes in that kind of environment you lose all yeah. sense it goes out until the window someone so stands down and goes okay 50 yeah it's very much <laughs> a dick contest it i mean yeah. it's, it's not I, I, that's maybe the wrong word it's it's not it but it is very much a competition and that element mm. could grab you very quickly and it's very exciting and everyone else is, is going "Ooh, ah. is it half magic to some people like is it a thing because i know in high guard they have the benefactors and obviously the league is well known for like accruing wealth like prosperity not not prosperity but like actual wealth and that's a thing as part of their briefs i believe I think no, the league have definitely got cash in there because, like, you've got dead reckoning. You know, life is a competition, and someone's keeping score. But um, ah, the okay, yeah, yeah, the auction—it's just pure bloody contest. It's great. Yeah, no, I just mean like how they've managed to acquire, or why they particularly focus on like acquiring big amounts of wealth in that way. Well, I know that they're also just richer nations because of the things. Yeah, that they very have. few Navarre in there. I need to... very, very few. People thought I was. Shows. People thought I was part of the Senate Guard. I was like, no, I'm here to vote. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do I? Do I, just... I would like to pay for something, please. Yeah. I was like, do and you thing. pull out your one measly twenty throne coin. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so proud of yourself, and they're like, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, honey, and there's people with multiple hundreds, Lovely, literally yeah. multiple hundreds on them. It was. Uh, oh God, it's yeah. unbelievable. Savage, but yeah, auction, very very fun. 
Um, genuinely not so like despite just whining about it. Genuinely not salty about losing. Good experience. It's not worth sixteen thrones in my humble opinion. Um, very cool vibes. Hmm. Like a good test run. Yeah, that takes me from three until three forty-five ish. No, God. no, it takes me from two to three. I will say point. this: genuinely, this event is one of the hardest to keep track of. Yeah, I, I have that's no been idea. Really difficult to put in order in my head, like what happened when. Yeah, my next point literally says in brackets: "Is this the right time?" Like. UPM <laughs> kind of vibe, dog. Chris can't remember, and that's in my own column, listeners. So, yeah. um, <laughs> can't remember. I, I basically the, get... these these were written quite like we wrote these out quite soon Just after. Literally, back as well. like, like two, two days. days yeah, yeah, and then immediately we already couldn't remember anything. So, thank goodness we wrote them down. <laughs> yeah, God, think... can you imagine trying to do it now. Oh no. Yeah, but anyway, no, I can't because next... I can't remember anything to imagine it. Yeah. Next up, next, is it me again? Um, no, Farron was crying. Oh. Um, but this time, something was actually in his eye. Ah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah. that was that was like yeah, that wasn't a, that was not fun. That was not fun. I I didn't enjoy that. Um, don't know what it was. I think uh, something, something like a uh, something in my eye, probably like grass seed or something along those lines. Type yeah. Thing. It was just looking worse and worse. The point. The, Given the fact I'm yeah, allergic to uh, well, hay fever, right? Uh, grass pollen in particular, uh, it got very irritated, maybe even scratched. My first proper trip at Anvil to to the first day. Yeah, tent. I've this never been out. before. How exciting! And then a little wander down. All, all very good, very quick. Uh, sort me out, washed my eye out, gave me some things, and then I think this was actually in between. Um, like MC uh, sessions, so yeah, this uh, was definitely at some point in the afternoon. Trundled back and um, basically had a nap after that. This is a very slow day for me, really. Uh, mm. MC it being too hot, getting something in my eye, and hay fever really kicking me. So uh, for the sake of this, I'm I'm just having a sleep now uh, after <laughs> sorting that out. <laughs> We've put. Farron to, to to Sims sleep to make Sims the sleep. afternoon pass. Very much so. <laughs> yeah, it, basically until about seven p.m. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, it kind of it. Yeah, the afternoon was. Well, we Although had. We, a, we, I, we I definitely had a few other things. Oh, we did. Oh my god, I love the Jabberwock. Jabberwocky. Jabberwock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jabberwocky toasties. I think I discovered them a few seasons ago, and I missed them last event somehow. Mm. And they are the yummiest thing. If we're not sponsored, but you know, it could be. If Chavoki was interested, I could go for a singular. Honestly, the Leamington based, uh, the Leamington Spa based toasty company, Jabberwocky. Yeah, well known uh, feeder of LARPers. Um, they, they're in the they're by God. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you knew them before, you lucky I thing. Did. All of those years eating that delicious food <laughs> and I didn't even know they existed. Yeah, I'm a big fan. It's really nice. It's very yummy. I I don't always find it easy to find like good food that's affordable and filling that I actually like and want to eat, so I was delighted to see that. But, uh, but a tuna melt from Jabberwocky. Oh god, tuna melt from Jabberwocky every time. Every time. 
that with the London Hashtag fog from the top not place. sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> not sponsored. Unless you want us to be. I'm writing an email as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, please. We're simping yeah. after your toasties. Please <laughs> give us. Please, cash. I just we, want. We one will free take sponsorship in toasties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I think that's. No, I don't want any yeah. cash. I just. I honestly, I would. Yeah, I would kill for those toasties. They're Come so on. good. If we. I would not. I listens. I wouldn't list. I would not actively kill for a toastie. <laughs> I, I? I don't know. Yeah, I think I would. I think there's a few times. Yeah, when, a mystery. yeah I see and uh, well, I see hungry, OC hungrier, and someone said, "Hey, <laughs> do you want to shoot this person for a toasty?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do." Yeah, all right then. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> kind of related to what I was doing at, uh, at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what, yeah. what is this? What is this next thing on the list, Chris? Yeah. Is this? Is this? Yeah, well, it is. Next? It is, yeah. That was the thing. Right. Well, okay, so <laughs> I'll preface this because I think we were there was one small thing that happened first, kind of. Or not really. So I was coming back from somewhere and I spotted Chris and I think I mentioned already that I tried out the longbow on Friday before time in. Maybe I didn't. Yeah. I tried out Chris's <gasps> longbow. I've got the coconut. Um I know I don't know where my co- I don't know where my coke is, oh, no. but the the um, I really liked it. I wanted to try out uh, just using a longbow because uh, I was always a fan of Legolas, and I really wanted to try a bow. And Chris was like, "Yeah, right, you can try it," which was very kind of you. Thank you very much, kind benevolent person. Um, and I thought it was great. But then I also was kind of think I hadn't really liked uh, the magic thing that I did on Friday. I think I already mentioned this before. I hadn't loved it. For whatever reason, I hadn't loved it. And I was at the point of going, okay, maybe I could try something else. And I had really loved shooting the longbow on Friday. So I was determined to try and borrow a bow and get some more practice in, thinking, oh, maybe if I, you know, I just want to try it again. I've got a boring afternoon. We'll see what happens. Boring. It's the wrong word for it, but you know what I mean. Quiet. And then, yeah, quiet. Uneventful, nothing planned. So I was like, "Oh, I'd love to try it again." Um, and I found out—I can't even remember how this happened. I think it was maybe when I was going to borrow some kit from Talis, well, from Ian rather than from Talis, but yeah. Um, who mentioned that actually, uh, via the Waystone Path, he lends out bows. The Navarchers lend out bows so that people can have a go on them. Um, and just try it out, and that also includes arrows, amazingly. Like, it's a really cool system, honestly. Massive shout-out. It must get people, hopefully it gets people like me into the game, and that side of the game. Um, so I collared Chris, because I think I spotted you by the standing circle or something, and you were wandering around, uh, looking like you were liable to have seven conversations if I didn't follow you over to camp. <laughs> whining about having another lesson like please 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 teach me more bow things you've, thank you've you jogged my memory that's exactly what you sounded like and what you said that yeah. is yeah yeah, yeah. to quote i wrote that bit down no, i didn't write that down uh but no one can refute it either so yeah i did manage to get you over i got a bow got some arrows we went and used we went and tried out the coconut shine next to us. So we did indeed, yeah. Whoever camped next to us, I think it was just... 
Is it? Uh, is it Ashbourne Entwined I... Paths? I'm so no, bad. it's not. It's, it's not Ashbourne, but I it's think it's Entwined yeah. Paths. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't recognise them, so I'm sorry. But they had this amazingly made uh, LARP safe uh, target that apparently Ian Tallis has had made for them for the Navarcha thing. They yep. were using it for, and they also had set up a really cool coconut shy. Like it was really it was cool. Really they had like cool. a backdrop. It, they had the bows and arrows. They had the coconuts. It was really well done. Yep. And also, we used their target quite a lot on Friday, so I was like, oh, I think I owe them some money <laughs> to now actually use their coconut shy. But it was so cool. We just in. We had a little go on using their bows while some from the wasteland path was bringing others. Uh, and Chris appears, steps up next to me after I missed like the first shot or, or second shot or something. And goes, oh, just up a bit and to the left. And ping! The flipping coconut just went straight off the chai thing. I couldn't believe it. I don't think you could believe it either. I was like, I think fuck you that were works. as shocked as I was. Yeah, I was like, like damn, that actually what? worked. <laughs> yeah, one comment and I... I hit the I hit the coconut. I now have a coconut of pride um, because I'm I'm very uh, very proud of myself. That you I should be. To do it was that. Like, yeah, it's great. It's actually it was brilliant. Really cool. It was so good. Yeah, I've, um, I've, I think like the the work that um, Ian's done with the Navarchers for Antonia archery, started, yeah. and then Silver. Oh, I've forgotten the OC name, but Silver and the leadership. I do, I I've forget, said this before, yeah. and I'll say it again. The the Navarchers are incredibly and dangerously competent. And, uh, yes, they are awesome. Setting up these it's kind of really, it's a well. real so cool, cool thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just a it's a cool unit. They they work really well together. They've really created something that feels like it's got a brand, it's got a feeling, it's got a vibe. Everything is cool about it. It's yeah. it's awesome. I'm so always delighted when I see them doing anything. To be honest, or hear of them doing anything. So we started with this coconut shy, and and most of Black Scar sort of hanging around um slowly going oh that looks fun can i also try it uh so we're hanging around playing around with the bows and arrows and the coconut shy and then the waystone path bring over not one spare bow but three so what in fact even four there was a lot of them there was suddenly just bows and arrows everywhere and we were going, okay, cool. I'm getting really into it because there's a little voice in the back of my head starting to go, hey you know, you have enough like XP with this new character that if you could get good enough, you could just do this tomorrow on the battlefield. Um, and you know, the rest is kind of history because that's exactly what happened. But well, I was spoiled to get loads of practicing. Yeah, I know. I thought I'd just get it in there before you could stop me. Anyway, then. I was trying not to say that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I so we did a lot of practicing convinced some of our friends to walk around with the targets to do some moving target practice yes it was all safe we were careful mostly uh oh, careful you shoot it was it was careful the I arrows mean... are designed to shoot people and we're shooting people yeah like, that's yeah it. and we were aiming at the the targets there were a bunch of us going we were careful about people around and stopping and moving the arrows and everyone was learning how to check the arrows carefully and how to knock and how to like shoot properly and we were getting really into it. Um, Grady, yeah, you were into it too, giving like tips and stuff. Uh, my favorite, um, uh, my second favorite archery teacher, I'll let you have first for now, um, came up and showed me how to string and unstring this new type of bow, 
What, was this Emerus Edge Stalker again, or? Yes. 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 No, 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 yeah, no, they can take first place, that's yes. fine. Yeah. Chris, who is awesome. Other yeah, Chris, who is awesome. Yeah, two <laughs> It's awesome. Um, it was just a good time, yeah, and then, I can't even remember, like, we had people walking around, shooting loads of arrows, and, oh yeah, you just appeared with a drink or something, and you yeah. lurked in a bush, like, downrange and we were like move out move out the way you're gonna get shot no the first time are you kidding absolutely nah i the was i was sat by the did. tree i squatted in and dear listeners i was a good three mean three meters away as the crow flies from uh from you did target. a little like squat look yeah like, i was taking hey, cover behind come the tree and get me. Yeah, and then you, you that was the not covered. The look you on your face. Bait. You took the bait. bait. You shot okay, me. And you... It was bait. <laughs> and... You heard it here first. It was bait. I anyway. I pulled the thing back, thinking there's no way I'm gonna hit him. Yeah. Of course, I'm not gonna hit. Um. Anyway, I hit him. <laughs> Coconut style. And right? uh, it was yeah. It was as shocking to me as everyone else. And uh, I think half of us almost wet ourselves laughing. It was so funny. It was a great shot. And it was then... the look on your face of like, wait, what? And our faces of what? And you had. It felt like there was a good. I don't even know how long of a pause, but it felt like there was a good pause where we were like, oh no, Chris isn't going to take that hit. Obviously he knows it's just practice, doesn't matter. And then you suddenly just went, ah, and like keeled over. We're like, oh, oh, he's ta he's taken the hit. What, what do we do next? fucking arm off. <laughs> <laughs> so so drop to the floor and start to squirm. The, the whole thing. Edge stalkers and Thornfang next to it going like, what's happening here? Like, what are you okay? And we were like, ah. <laughs> oh, we, I guess we were still kind of like, is he? Are you really playing this? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's time. Oh, he shot me with an arrow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, kudos to you. You went for it. You didn't have to. You Wait, could have said I they were blunt to practice so arrows. Well, they could. They could have been training arrows. There are allowances for it. But yeah, it was really funny. Nah, it was, it was so really fun. very funny. And then at that it was point, hilarious. is when I started titting around, and you lot shot me good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the right way to put it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was dissing around. Yeah, so you got healed up um, by, I think, Roswin, uh, yes. who is no longer Roswin and is now. A Kikabeo in the league. Yeah, she's cool now. I mean, she was always cool, but she's now extra cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, and we just evolved from there. It was just so much fun. We had an absolute blast just hanging out shooting some arrows mm. being a bit silly that was it yeah. that's where you found me um yeah was it the watermelon gin it was watermelon vodka oh, sorry it was just a vodka full of sorry oh. <laughs> a watermelon full of vodka that had soaked into it and then sloshed oh. up and poured into my tankard it was exceptionally delicious that and exceptionally sounds strong. really nice oh that sounds in really the heat? good wow beautiful yeah. we had some good shots as well on you it was really fun there were a couple yeah. of really funny ones um, including one which was a genuine accident where you had been crawling across the ground because of having been hit in the leg and the people had stopped. Oh, that was awesome. To that, was like you. D -day. that was like D Day. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah. Yeah, he'd path. stopped being healed. So you were crawling to the other side and then just like sat up as an arrow came, what was supposed to be like over you. Yep. <laughs> You went up into the direct line 
of that sh that was amazing yeah. between the it was eyes such a good shot. forehead it was fantastic and you just keeled over yeah it was tiki, yeah, it, was tiki. it was so yeah. good it was hilarious it really was um and then i got you once in the tankard because tiki you were doing something it was like the last one of the last shots or something and tiki just leaned over to me and went go on get him in the tankard and i was like <laughs> yeah right like as if i hit like Maybe at this point I was probably hitting like 60% of the shots, which is pretty good, you know, from moving target stuff, having mm. never done archery before. I was really happy with that. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But I, there was no guarantee that I was going to hit anything at any given point. So I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, and then I of course you let hit. my beautiful arrow fight. Yeah, as is the story with these tales so far. I did. I just, I just did. I just hit him. In your tank, it went sploosh. Yes, cover me in water and watermelon. And I was like, Which huh. right, was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's really sad. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah, I was like, was well, really I had to go. Funny. I went to fill up my tankard and now I've got to do it again. <laughs> yep. But yeah, it was a good time. And I felt really good after that, um, having confirmed that, yes, I can borrow the bow uh, for tomorrow. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I feel like I'm at a really good point. I am absolutely loving the experience right now. Like, this feels like that euphoria that I got when I first used the shield, uh, the spear. When I was like, oh, this just feels right. Like, in my hands. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Everything about this is good. Mm. So I was delighted to hear that I could borrow it again, like, properly for the actual battle. And that was just totally fine. I was like, oh my god, that's incredible. Thank you. So good. Wholesome early afternoon of archery. Yeah. To contrast with the next stage of today, I mean, Sol, I've got you've got one more chance to interject before I start. Oh uh, no, no, no! I, I'm I I haven't been sleeping all of this time. I have been in military <laughs> council and war. Wait, wait, wait! No, first the one other thing that happened is as soon as we finished with the bows, I went and put the bows and arrows back. I came back and everyone in camp went shh, shh, shh. go slowly. Oh, get this. And I walk around the first of the tents, and one of the black scar is holding out a, oh, a pipe upon is which is perched an actual, actual crow. I was awake for this. Oh, he so. was so cool. It was I, I, I mean, that lost me at least an hour of just being unbelievably fixated on the crow because I'm like that. I'm my my screen name on a lot of things is magpie for a reason i love corvids so much so yeah he was amazing and sat there and we gave him some food and some water and loved him greatly and he hopped on my shoulder at one point because i think he was trying to get food or something i don't know maybe it was shiny <laughs> and then he flew away i missed that bird um funnily we had a blood crow in camp at the time mm. yes we did one of the blood crows was there <laughs> Amusingly, looking after the crow who he named uh, Edgar, Edgar, uh, the Edgar, crow. Al Edgar Allan Crow. I see. Even though it's about a raven, but it sort of felt appropriate. I mean, it could have been a raven. I don't know that any of us specifically knew. It was which a crow. Particular species it was. It, it was, was a crow. A... Okay, good. I feel better about it now. Edgar Allan Crow makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was awesome. Such a wholesome, a wholesome beginning to yeah. the day. It really was. It was followed hard on the heels of leaving 
uh, camp to, I don't know, go and do something, and immediately hearing the shouts of something else about to go down from one Lindia Thornhart going, guys, 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 quick! Uh, at which point I will hand over to you to explain what had oh, just happened. It is the Chris show this evening. Yeah, Everybody. it is. See, this is what being bald gives you in the sun. It's uh, <laughs> an extra four hours of laugh, <laughs> apparently. So oh yeah, uh, I've been approached by Gwen Splinterspear, played by Alison. Oh my god, on I was Friday. going on something else. Oh no, yeah. what are you talking so, about? What have um, I done? <laughs> bone. Uh, but I actually think that the Splinterspear thing... Gwen oh my god, the bone thing before. happened on a Saturday as well? Yeah, it did. Oh I, I think the Gwen thing, I think, happened before the archery then. Might have done. Yeah. yeah. Fuck the order. Here's the story. <laughs> so, fuck the king. Um, so, yeah. the um, So, Gwen had approached me. Blah, blah, blah. Approached me. me on Friday saying, Hi, I need a bodyguard for a thing. I've got a mysterious invite to a tea party and there's no other context but it looks dodge so i'm like huh, okay uh sure i can do it uh but i am a mercenary and Graham was like how much so i said four crowns but two crowns if there's a fight i.e if i actually get used it's cheaper <laughs> so um just so you know bodyguards of anvil if you base your rates based on action you'll have a better time because you're either minted oh. or getting into a scrap. It took me a second to figure out Same the, the map yeah. logic on that one. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what? Yeah, deliberately. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Put me in a dangerous scenario, I'll take my payment in the blood of my enemies. Um, <laughs> Non-dangerous scenario, you better damn well pay me for the drinks I'm going to drink on duty. So anyway, uh, I turn up in high guard and this plate, like this bar, is entirely rented out. It's empty. Uh, there's the owners, and then there's a fully armoured cataphract um, with the sort of the medieval beaky helm, like the bird beak, and a big fuck-off polearm, who vibe checks me the second I approach. He's like, private venue, move along, citizen. And I'm like, oh, I'm here as a bodyguard, actually. He's like, uh, who are you with? Gwen. Huh, alright. You're allowed to sit outside. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, eh? And he's like, no weapons inside. Leave him on the table. And I was like, oh, I can't. I'm a guard. And he was like, well, you're not going inside then, are you? But um, very, very oh, cool God. bit of RP with this nameless high guard cataphract. Yeah. If you listen, you know who you are. Genuinely, really cool bodyguard roleplay. Absolutely loved it. So anyway, we go in. Um, there's a bit of time. Basically, um, as Anvils want to do, the, the kickoff to this was delayed by nearly an hour. In the meantime, I go to Faraz. Um, so oh, yeah. They, yeah, so this Just is a side quest. For side us. quest, a skirmish. So, yeah, I'm Sarah. No, there's two skirmishes. Fuck. So, um, Eden comes up to what? me and he's like, Oh, oh we're short of this skirmish to um, somewhere. Uh, do you want to come? And I said, Sorry, I'm, I'm working. And then <laughs> she just said, Ah, oh, I get it. You're a coward. I just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> Catching up with Eden after the event, right? She goes over, people ask her, oh, is Linda coming with us? And she goes, give him 10 seconds. <laughs> and then 11 and a half seconds later, I jog into the back of the queue. <laughs> Incredible. As I sit there staring Amazing. at the pub, waiting for Gwen to show up. And I'm like, oh, man, oh fuck it. 
<laughs> I can, yeah, Eden, 1 0. Well played. It got me good. Um, if we go on the skirmish, we kill a bunch of Druge, I think. Um, it it was pretty good. It was a solid skirmish. Um, I had my axe with me, so I was just chopping off some limbs and shit. Did a, did a decent amount of looting, and that was it. There was like some ritual stone in the center, and we had to pile up dead, dead Jotun on it, actually. Um, didn't make much sense. We weren't allowed to execute them, we just had to pile up the wounded. But nobody told me until after the skirmish. So I've been going around executing Jotun and looting them. Um, not great. Oh, but <laughs> that's my fault for not being at the briefing. Admittedly, I literally just hopped on at the end and magically got in. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we pop out. Great fun. Waiting around, waiting around. Then at this point, um, <laughs> the five o'clock skirmish ticks by. And no one really goes on it. So there's a ref who just he stood there. And then he, and he says, the gate is still open. And I look at it, and there's this guy, I think he's one of the um, Entwined Paths, um, where it's like Sunny's, mm -hmm. uh, was sat near the gate. I just happened to look at him. Oh, at maybe one of the Ashborn? Yeah, I think it's Paige's partner, I think. That sounds possible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we just look at each other. He's the fourth Ashborn. Yeah, and we just go, fuck it, let's go. So we jog in. Uh, it takes us to the border of Feroz, and we meet the Grendel. It's the first time I've seen Grendel monsters in a long time. And Whoa. yeah, the TLDR of this is the whole point of the skirmish was to basically bait the Imperials into fucking up and attacking a Grendel outpost. Uh, That's why nobody went on you, it. you, Chris, have learned your lesson. Yeah, so I went in. <laughs> ready to kill. Now, luckily, there was uh, some Urizen on the skirmish. The song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean, Grendel? I'm like, <laughs> Can you imagine if Fan had still been around and you'd have accidentally ended up on a Grendel skirmish to Feroz? It oh, would have yeah. been unbelievable. Easily, easily mass cas, easily, because there was only like six of us. It was like a couple oh, hospital God. reps and just random citizens. And then Ashbourne, McGee and I show up. And that I, because I jog in, because the, the gate's been open for like 10 minutes already. I, mm. I jog in and. Ready um, for a fight. Yeah, with an axe and full armor, because I'm doing my bodyguarding duty, right? And then um, they're like, whoa, what the fuck is he doing? And, you know, nearly cause a fucking flashpoint just by having a little <laughs> bit of exercise. But yeah, I show up. Uh, not inconsequential RP happens. They were like, turn around, fuck off, please, because you're at our border. And we just went, okay. And then we left. <laughs> <laughs> And they were saying, oh, it's a crown each to cross the border. Ha ha. And I'm sat there with my money pouch going like, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right then. <laughs> uh, so, but the thing is, like, where would this go? And the ref is like, it wouldn't go anywhere. So I was like, okay. And that's our characters want to literally disappear from E2. We have to just turn <laughs> around. What happened? We've lost at least six players. Uh, they're currently halfway across Oxford. Uh, don't worry about it. They'll <laughs> they be are. back They'll be back for E3, potentially as prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> for bribing their way across MPCs the border. now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, uh, we come out of that. And then at this point, I run into Gwen on her way to the bar. So the timing for this was perfect. It was meant to be four o'clock. And between it actually starting, I managed to fit two skirmishes in. Very fun. No. So now we get to the actual meat of the story, dear listeners, and I apologise for that slight delay. But um, <laughs> yeah, I got baited by both Eden and a yawning wide gate. So, you know, naturally things that would get me good. So anyway, we get in. 
and the 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 rest of the guests have arrived now. Gwen sits down, and me and um, the other bodyguard, um, her OC partner, we're sat outside just chatting the shit. Right, it's hot. We're having a drink. Uh, they bring us out macaroons and water, and it's actually quite delightful. Very, Aww. you know, very like leaguey, freeborn vibes, but in high guard. Of course, the vibe was ruined when Gwen starts to shriek. <laughs> and we're like, oh fuck, what's happening? It takes us like, there's just shock. So it takes us a few seconds to react. And we get in there, and Gwen's nose is running with blood. She's screaming, what have you done? What have you done? And everyone in there is just looking utterly confused and terrified as, you know, the bodyguards and Captain Cataphract kick in the front door. And we're like, what's going on? Um,. There is a lot of confusion, but from I'm gonna I know what's happened to OC, and I'm not gonna explain it here. I'm just gonna explain purely what Lindir sees. So then, what I do at E3 will be entirely rational. So I go in. Our uh, our patron Gwen is bleeding, so we try and get him out, and then as we're trying to get them out, um, Idris Eternal is saying something and smiling very smugly. Like, very smugly. Suspiciously smugly, some might say. Um, then Gwen um, goes for them with a knife. Like, just pull, no, pulls out um, her mage, like, her staff. It's not a rod, it's not mm -hmm. a staff, mm -hmm. but it's basically like a, it's like a curved club. And <laughs> starts, like, wailing on Idris. And we're like, oh my god, oh my god. an actual assault! And like I step out, I'm uh, this just as she's doing this. I've stepped outside to look around to kind of like clear the area. So in the space of about a second, this has happened. I turn back. Gwen has gone for Idris. The other bodyguard has just set in and gone venom. So mm. Idris is venomed, and I'm like, oh fuck. And then at this oh, point, Idris is venomed. Idris is venomed, yeah. So I'm like, oh fuck, it's got real. It's got real, real quick. And then oh, Tillian of is it Hearth? Hearst Hall? Hearst Hall. Hearst Hall, Hurst thank you. Hall. I believe. Kitterheimer. But um the, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Tillian uh, <laughs> has drawn a butter knife and it's like frenzy stabbing Gwen in the back. So I come in, I I go right, lovely easy, cast his belly, swing my axe, cleave right to the unarmored belly, and Tillian, you know, OC, great player, takes the hit like a champ and just slumps into the chair, starting to bleed out as well. And at this point, I'm yelling. I'm like, everyone back out or I'll cut your fucking heads off. Um, at this point, we Gwen has been down. Oh, great de-escalation, mate. Great de -escalation. <laughs> yeah. Stop killing or I'll kill harder. Um, <laughs> so at this point, Gwen is down. So Bodyguard and I lift her up, drag her off to the hospital. And she is like wailing. Uh, put her in the hospital. They're asking what's happening. We go like, I don't know. They're a swift healer. And then she starts, she takes down two hospital reps with her mage staff oh my again. God. Yeah, and then we're like, fuck. So they, they're like trying to restrain her. Someone paralyzes her. And then they put her on um put her on a bed where she starts to thrash. And at this point it becomes pretty evident that poison has come into play. Uh, specifically something from the Oh, um it's not the Black Gate. It is Is it the Druzy what... one? What it's do you mean? the other set of poisons. So one is called Virus Lenari. There's Feast for oh, Crows, which is the yeah, antidote. Uh, and then the other one is called. like, there's other one that makes you go into a murderous rage, which is what this potion is. 
Uh, Virus Lenare kind of makes you slow, cold, and after 30 minutes it kills you and you turn into a husk. This one makes you hyper-aggressive, um, more and more angry until at 10 minutes you burst into rage, which you're unable to calm down from, and you feel like the only way to solve problems is with violence. So, um, oh, yeah, wow. Gwen's been poisoned with this. And it's, uh, from uh, Lindia's point of view, it's fairly obvious that Idris has done it. Because Idris was sat right next to Gwen, looking smug, with her mug in hand. So anyway, we go back, and we're cornering them. And then Tillian, fucking Tillian, who is, in, in my head at this point, utterly irrelevant, <laughs> losing <laughs> his fucking shit. He's like, you assaulted me. You could have killed me. What have you done? I want an immediate apology. And the other bodyguard is like starting to apologize. And I'm like, uh, no, don't apologize. Actually, you were attacking our charge, so we did the right thing. Oh, and shut up. <laughs> was, was the uh, the logic. Um, at this point, the militia oh, have been fetched yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, they're trying to like calm things down. And me and Tillian are basically ready to go again. And there's this big bellowing cry of silence from the uh, militia oh. member. And like, that is enough. We will take statements oh. one by one. <laughs> Oh and they're like chastised okay. children who start to file out and they're like you must all report to the hub to make a statement and on the way out the um, other bodyguard um, is apologising and I'm like don't apologise to that dickhead <laughs> which uh, <laughs> did not help things and then the militia oh, officer's like enough from you you have never, I'll say this with so much love I don't think you've ever met a situation you couldn't escalate no, mm. absolutely yeah this I is, mean that is, is that is that is LARP. <laughs> original friend of Black Scar until whatever yeah, this one. I never met him. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know this bloke. I had about fifteen I'm sure he's seconds. Great. Yeah, fifteen seconds of interaction. I didn't think much of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was uh, just I all I heard was from you about this guy who was like oh, stabbing crying the back, friend, attacking someone yeah, from behind. I was like Cowardly what? cur, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, good, I've, I've worry, been Isaac. friends. Chop. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with Black Scar, and I'm friends with you lot. You saved me, but this bloke, nah, yeah, nah, fuck this never guy. even met him. Yeah, he can get in the bin. Fifteen seconds of conversation with him, and I ended up assaulting him. So you know, yeah. really good first impression. <laughs> well, so, he did stab someone first. Don't worry. He did. Yeah, there's a, there's a good. That's <laughs> precedent. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, there's a lot more to this citizen, so I'm not going to let on. Uh, lots of drama. Yeah find out and play but that was what was seen what was saw and what i experienced uh gwen then was treated by the hospital and straying slightly into sunday basically the character was retired slash went missing and so did the other bodyguard a few hours later oh i thought she died she no die? she went um technically retired okay I think technically retired because the the word on the street was Gwen has fled to the Wayhouse, the Splinter Spear Wayhouse. Yeah. I.e. characters is not coming back. Obviously. Yeah. But um yeah, and then the bodyguard went missing. So as far as Linda is concerned, right, here's the here's the cliff notes. It looks like Idris Eternal has tried to kill off a rival within Navarre. Pretty much succeeded. Also killed Oof. off their bodyguard, and Linda is next. <laughs> Oh, Linda oh, has a go. way of analysing situations that are, are quite impressive, especially when you got back and, and informed us all and we were like, just say sorry. Just say sorry. Oh, now just that. Just Tillian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah no, I, I think 
uh, until I had a private conversation with Dax, aka uh, Kit's new character, um, I was fully on board of the no, how dare you say sorry. No, don't it was, there's, there's the no, how, how dare you say sorry, and uh, I, I think you caught me when i just woken up as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I can't be dealing with this shit right now. <laughs> so um, feeling the full brunt of this is what it's like when you suddenly hold a title and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really did feel that. But yeah, it was, you came and explained to me, and I went, I totally get it, and you are completely in the right, but like, this guy's a big to... deal, just say sorry. Like, it's just not the, the hassle. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's because he was. Uh, he was. It, it didn't work. Just it's saying, the courageous thing to do. Just, just saying, it wasn't that you're not saying sorry. It's that his demands were: you say sorry, or he will not trade with any Navari. Yeah, do you, you want to explain a bit more about that and why this matters so much? Uh, only that he, he is a very money. proficient broker uh, across the empire and trades a lot within Navarre to get us our like. Uh, uh, building resources and things because he's a very efficient trader um he's also the one that funded our uh merc banner and stuff so like you know there's a little bit of friendship there that tadpole and i have been trying to keep up and uh all it takes is 15 minutes and a or 15 seconds sorry <laughs> and uh chat with lynn Deer and well there we go out the window brilliant yeah and you're not the only people who are being affected by this. Um, oh, think... No, it's barely us. It, honestly, like, we I was mainly talking on behalf of, uh, yeah, no, this is like the entirety of Navarre. Just <laughs> yeah. being yeah. screwed over here because you won't say sorry. Like, I totally believe your, your, your story and in any other situation, yes, but come on. <laughs> it's not worth <laughs> it. I'm like the of Therun and giving me a stern talking to of why this yeah. is important to the nation. And because exactly. Lindir is a stubborn bastard, um, it's only made me entrench more. So we'll see how that Which turns Which is out. sad because he used to be so good and, and yeah. humble and kind and listen to things and do what was best for the nation. Mm. Well, so that's and Chris kept playing him. Is all I'll say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically lots of drama there that is definitely not over. Lots of active plot. Um, <laughs> and, oh boy, I had a, oh, a slight hint. Obviously, Tilly and I, 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 it must be said for this whole thing, this was like PvP in Anvil. Loads of checking in, refs were around and everything, so it was all, you know, above boards and everything. Very well oh, yeah. coordinated, very cool. And uh, he, he's a he's a fellow Chris as well, um, who we, we do actually know a little bit OC. So. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Chris's are just the best. <laughs> Archery and money. Done. Okay, true. Yeah. Uh, Chris does not speak on behalf of the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Chris? it does not speak for all Chris's. Got a lot of them. Um, God, that was a that was a yeah that that's, that, that was a, that was a detour backwards. In fact, I th I think I'm I therefore am awake. You've you've awoken me to inform <laughs> me of this poor news. Um, but I am rushing off to military council for for the evening evening time. Yeah, strat strategy. I think I'd sent Tadpole there about a uh, half an hour earlier, so I was I was about half an hour hour late because mm. I, I was actually having a sleep at that point. You actually slept in on the first day on the yeah. job. Unbelievable. I had, to. <laughs> I had to. My eye wasn't working. I was wheezing. It was horrible. Oh, this now I feel my bad. Eye doesn't work. Nothing it's was fair working. enough. My my eyes frequently stop working. So yeah. yeah. It happens. That's what happens. With a little bit of sleep, and now that the evening was here, less of the hay fever problems. Um, I think I'd had a had a you know, quite a bit of water to drink, quite a bit of food, 
I was ready to go in, enjoy a bit of strategy, bit of fun. I can't quite remember uh, much of it now, given it was four weeks ago. But I do remember uh, Kindra was uh, doing some very cool, cool things, um, basically saying, "Hey, Wintermark, stop, stop having a problem with executing Jotun. Like, come on." Yeah. So Safari was very, very cool with that. Big yeah. up Kindra. That that's kind of the the whole uh, cliff notes of that meeting. It was big ups Kindra. Um, other things were happening, but it's it's Miniature Council. Attend. It's fun ish. It is. Is it? it actually is Go fun. check out like... the LARP Noobs podcast. Oh, oh fuck you. <laughs> Here we go. We've sold out. <laughs> yeah. No. It was good fun talking. Yeah, Miniature Council's a good it's a good game. And then it kind of wrapped up. And I was free for the evening. See, that's the thing, Sol. You describe leaving Military Council as freedom. Um, a, oh, a bit heretical, but B, is Military Council fun? <laughs> Military Council is fun. But you um, like it's so you're much fun. Free. Hey, look, you can sit down and have a nap in the grass, like behind. You can you can just sit down. Senate doesn't let you sit down, does it? Does it? I'm not a senator. No, that's true. It, no, it's look, just, I just have beef with Senate. The real fact you sit down. <laughs> The real fact was of this, uh, I, I hay fever. Like genuinely, I I cannot describe to you how shit this is. Yeah, this you is, were not great. I I suffer really badly from it. And yeah. It was a shit time. So it was more yeah. the fact that I could go and get a drink, and uh, actually moving helps hay fever because it's it's a really dumb allergies are dumb. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, if I'm moving, it takes your mind off it as well. And it was getting into the evening, I could actually breathe, um, which was nice. So I went and got a drink and uh, basically chilled. I was just, mm. I was just exhausted, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which very valid. I, if I recall, um, the order in which this happened, because I did join you for the honey pot. So this is, this is with bone was happening. I think first. Oh yeah, we, I've yeah. got two yeah. more things to go. Like we only yeah, got to bone was o'clock. directly like immediately after the crow because I only know this because of where I ended up at what time. Yes. And physically, we I put the bows back in in camp, came back to find uh, Edgar, uh, hang out with Edgar, and then after Edgar flew away, was like literally about thirty seconds after Edgar flew away, I heard the shouting. And went out to have a look what was going on. And what did I see? <laughs> we kind of knew, like, we knew this was happening, but also I remember you mentioning on Grimmel Friday, Kings? like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm know where I'm afraid I have coming. two I more things to comment on. on before we get to the Are Grimmel you serious? Look at the notes. <laughs> I, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. So, um... welcome, citizens, to uh, Saturday. Uh, an event. Oh, like an I went to the march in... trial. Yeah. Okay. Well, you do one. I'll do the march trial, and then uh... keep going. I'm cool. still asleep. Let's right, move. Cool. So yeah. Sol's back. You know, snap back to. I only had time. one sleep, and it was only forty-five minutes. But mm-hmm. that tells you that not a lot else was happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, something here called it just says redacted. So I'm not going to talk about it. 
Um, however, uh, there's a funny <laughs> event. You can't remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's redacted, not because anything secret is happening, but because it was just slightly inappropriate. But basically, it, it's kind of mm. funny, so I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, we got approached well, welcome by... Welcome to the Shatter Shattersong Diaries, everybody. Yeah, before where we, we get... We have some semblance of, uh, of respectability and then throw it out the window. We yeah. do? Yeah. Mm. We try. We don't try. Well, We're I'm going to try hard. and Sorry. succeed right now. So basically, yeah, on, Greg is a excellent member of our uh, Black Scar family. Gregory, Gwilym. Uh, yeah, Gwilym. Absolute unit. Um, Listener of the podcast. Yeah, and texter of 06969. You have to read the number. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Greg uh, is owed some money by Linda for being a particularly good goon and also stank, like stiping up some cash when Linda needed it. And understandably, Gwilym wanted that cash back when Linda was sat in camp. So very fairly, I gave it to him. Uh, counted out um, four crowns on my on my knee, and then as he reached for it, I went ah ah ah, no hands. <laughs> now this was a joke. <laughs> However, without oh, no, no, no. you know less than five nanoseconds of a pause, Greg sinks <laughs> to his knees and starts to cobble <laughs> these fucking coins <laughs> off my knee, <laughs> and he's just gum 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 gum. And he's, he's yeah, like, like, okay, I've got to be deadly serious here. So PD put a warning out after last event of don't eat the fizz reps. It's not related to us because we didn't report it, but someone must have. Or someone else has done something similar. Don't eat the fucking fizz reps. They're dirty. They've been on the floor. People have held them in their hands. There's they lots... put out like an actual thing about it? Yeah. 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 Oh my so gosh. Don't eat I don't think reps. it's to do with the coins. It's I not. Think it's to do with the, the, the very pretty sparkly... Um, resources that you can find uh-huh yeah. uh-huh that makes sense that makes sense yeah wow. so anyway uh, don't eat the fizz reps but anyway so greg started eating the fizz reps and <laughs> uh <laughs> had this mouthful of 25 ring pieces in his gob that he'd scooped in like a dog just as this uh fine navari thorns coming over to invite us on a 6 p.m skirmish in about you know 45 minutes time and i he, he comes in and from his angle all he can see is the back of Gwilym's head <laughs> in Lindir's crotch and everyone else laughing. So it looks very inappropriate. And then I say, turn around and spit. <laughs> so Craig turns around, looks at Scar in the eye, and then vomits up <laughs> 20... <laughs> vomits up 25 ring pieces. And um, the guy's just oh, sat there, no, just eyes wide of like, so what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Do um, I really want them on the skirmish? <laughs> yeah, so like, state your business, citizen. Please <laughs> understand, this really is a minority of events that happen when you turn up to Black Skull Camp. Okay? Oh. This is Lindy acting on his own devices. Well, hang on. Please. Well, I mean, I think I'd argue here that if this was Greg. This was Greg. <laughs> this is okay. 100% Absolutely Greg. did not have to do anything apart from take the coins. <laughs> <laughs> but just went for it. Yeah. Oh, please, please come say hi. We, we, <laughs> we need like friends. <laughs> we need friends. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so Greg does this. The guy's clearly scared. But anyway, we get invited for 10 slots in a 6pm skirmish. Um, which I lead. Um, I lead the Black Scar contingent, sorry, Asterix, on the leading side. Uh, so I go in with what I've described in my notes as the reservists, uh, which are basically the newbies. Yeah, there's like four of you? Uh, seven. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, there's me, and then I've yeah. got Abby, uh, 
tree as my TYC. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got Greg with me, you know, freshly buffed up with a load of iron in his bloodstream. <laughs> and some of the new Blackleaf joiners. Iron blood. Literally iron blood. Oh, so yeah. Blackleaf join you. Nice. Yeah. So we go in yeah. and uh, the, the skirmish commander's like, blah, 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 blah. And we're just like, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Even though Black Scar get like third in queue, which is great. Um, so it's nice for like our rep is still strong. Don't get us wrong. This is against the Druze, right? So well, we not so in. much still strong as has been massively uh, re well not regrown but really taken a good bump over the last event. Yeah, E1 mm-hmm. very solid. E2, uh, yeah. it's I mean we've always had a good rep, but like E1 was when it really became well known. Yeah, outside of the MC tent. Yeah, it felt like a big like. Not, I don't want to call it a new era, but it felt like this yeah, is, it is we've a new got era. back. The yeah. swing has come back. Yeah. It's because we're taking everything a lot more seriously again. Um, yeah, and yeah there's next. really good training, and the cohesion yeah. was really good. And it feels like now that like everybody, apart from maybe a couple of people, have had quite a few events together, that really helps like how well we just do in general. Because everyone's kind of on board of like, okay, I know how to fight generally. I know how it feels, how to run away and not run away and move around and blah, 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 all that jazz. So then you can really start drilling and the drills are really good and everyone kind of knows the weapons and no one's got that fear left over of, oh, I'm going to die, my character's going to die, that kind of thing. So we are, it, it does help not having as many green and the green has started to vanish, mm. started to weather, some might say. Yeah, gentrify. And it feels uh, good. Gentrification in the woods. But uh, anyway, it feels we go good on this... to the point that you can even like take a reservist group and still be very cohesive. Yeah, but it's because Linda Thornhart is one of the best captains in Anvil. TM. Uh, so anyway, we go on this skirmish and we absolutely batter the fuck out of these trees, right? And it's mainly Nirvana. I've got to say, Black Scar saved it because we're in the vanguard. We go in, we take, we step off to the side when we get through the portal. Um, Edric, played by Ben. Uh, comes over to try and brief us because I actively ignored everyone in the queue. Uh, we're all doing drugs at this point. <laughs> uh, we're, so we're doing it something that's a little bit naughty. And I won't say anything else. Again, basically... this is the reservists. Uh, <laughs> this is not... Um, look, God, am I going to have to provide you with some kind of like PR statement? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. what really it means to be so. a public face of Black Scar is just a lot of like... Yeah, we're not all like that. We're not all like this, okay? Uh, come <laughs> say hi. Time, anyway. We will not be doing drugs or gobbling coins. Or... Uh, this... <laughs> or can I, can I add a second fruit. caveat then? This um, actually might be happening. Can't at each other. guarantee that. <laughs> I can't guarantee the fact that this won't be happening. Hoarding There's a high crows. chance. <laughs> and if, if, if it know. is happening, then we're sincerely Don't worry about apologetic. It. No, we're not. We don't apologise, apparently. Yeah. We don't do that. Statement is just blank. <laughs> this is a Black Scar statement. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. But anyway, anyway, we get in the skirmish. We're in the vanguard. Uh, oh yeah, I can tell people because this is all OC knowledge and it, no one saw it. So if you know, you don't. Uh, so yeah, we did warming armor, which is an illegal druge combat drug uh, that gives you two hit points and weakness. And it's been banned oh. by uh, the Empire. It's illegal. It's a... You, sorry, you said it's a druge combat drug? What do you mean? Yeah, so it's from the double-sided like blade family of potions. And if you have uh-huh. a look in there for warming armor. So I went after this because I wanted to make a something like heroin. 
Um, basically, mm. the the role playing effect is what I was actually after, and it's you feel euphoria that does it, it fades quickly but doesn't quite go away. You also feel an overwhelming urge to be submissive to those who you believe have authority over you. Oh. So the idea is like, hey, I'm I'm your dealer. You know, talk to me when you want more hits and get people addicted. But as a combat drug, it worked great because I gave all six of them extra two hit points and weakness, <laughs> and they all followed me um, like good little soldiers, and it was great. It was really good fun. Uh, the druids came out of the bush in their usual fashion. They burst from it, and uh, we got charged. And of course, Navarre fled. And then I'm like, Black Scar, Black Scar for Larkin, and we counter charge. Very Lord of the yes. Rings esque. And there's a great picture of me. Uh, screaming and swinging my axe from, I think it's Ben Smith's photos, and that's the oh, moment nice. where they attack yeah. us, and yeah, we, we actually, they pause, and as soon as you take the initiative off the Druish monsters, that's when you start to win. So we yeah, go in, so we start hacking them apart, we kill three of them, and then this bird man <laughs> fucking flounders into the flounders into the gate in front of us and starts dancing and we're like what the fuck is going what? on and then he goes mass repel <laughs> so then at this point we all get blown off our feet you know i do the whole you know ott double backflip backwards roll bullshit and everyone else is like falling over and they take it really well um again there's a second great photo on my profile that is me about a second after i fall into my ass and it's is, uh, it's just great is there a larp event where someone hasn't got a photo of you in a compromising position on the floor. Not I don't yet. Having done something like yet. a combat role. Not yeah. yet, but one day it'll Not happen. Yet. One, day. one day you'll get a you'll get just normal photos, Chris. Nah. One day. That's too normal. So yeah, we, we go around the skirmish based on like Navarre Rally, we start to batter the fuck out of these Druze. It actually goes quite well. Couple dicey. Can moments. I sidebar very briefly and say that it does bring me so much joy to hear all the Falakin call stuff. Aww. It's just nice. It's really lovely. Don't make Farron yeah. cry again. We're already up to six. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry you Larkin, she sucked anyway. I don't like her anymore because I miss her too much and now I have to be someone else. So, Larkin. is pretty cool. As, as we said, Isa's more yeah, black. I'm, I much prefer Isa. Larkin was genuinely annoying. <laughs> to Linda or to uh Linda. <laughs> Linda. Yeah, Jesus. we didn't we didn't get along. <laughs> no. It's true. It's true. We never we Linda and I didn't and Larkin didn't get along. And now we do, which is sad because you know what's gonna happen. I've only got like an, a one or two more events max yeah. on the character and I'm gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Skirmish. So yeah, we beat the fuck out of these Druze and the only condition we came along on was that we had looting rights. So we got to loot every single monster. So we walked away with no casualties, really? steeped in the blood of our enemies. The Dornish might call it glory. And about, I think, five or six elixir vitae's and at least 20 plus random herbs. So very, very profitable skirmish for us. And um, a lot of fun. So shout out to the reservists. You absolutely nailed it. Got loads of good loot. We got out, you know, fully intact. It was great. Honestly, I think it's the best skirmish I've ever been on from like a personal game point of view. Wow, very cool. Apart from the battle on Sunday, but that's for next episode. But uh, <laughs> more on. I was going to say we, we we are we are Sunday episode separate, right? Yeah, we are. Yep. My God, too much happened this event. 
Yeah, we're currently um, an hour and 50 minutes. And we're not even at the Grimmelkind. <laughs> well, I think we're there now. I like Again, oh, I, I do go. nothing until the evening. Um, yeah, I'm, we might need to two-parter Saturday. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I think we can get through this. It's There's like two more things. Three more things. Uh, there's all the uh, night time. Uh, there's the busty rat. Well, I'll, let, let me just very quickly cliff notes. I was uh, happened to run into um, what's his character name now? Blue Cap. Oh, what's Cap. he called? Uh, Dugdale. Uh, Bernie Dugdale. Imperial Spymaster. Protagonist of the Empire. The protagonist formerly known as White Cap, um, who had been Navari March. <laughs> Sorry, no, he didn't like that. <laughs> he'd been he'd been leaving leading the um, expedition to save us from the Athaban on Friday. So I had, I see, come across him and was very, very grateful. And uh, I have insisted on calling people by honorifics. And I was going, Mr. Dugdale, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bernie, Mr. Dugdale, <laughs> Mr. Spymaster, sir, which he thought was very weird and very funny. Um, but he said, oh, I'm going over to a, a march, a trial. You should come along. And he was complaining about, oh, since I came back, you know, there's some people that are saying that I'm you know, more Navari than Marcher because of, um, you know, some things that happened and stuff that is going on in game um so i was like yeah i'll go along and uh you know if, if you ever need me to talk to you i'll like i'll tell them how like um you know i'm alive because of you and he was like yeah sounds great um cool so i went along watched the march of trial the march of trial uh if you haven't heard of the hogs march of trial please try and find out and feel i'm sure it's been written up by now it's amazing uh other people will tell it far better than I do, but I had a great time watching it. Got to chat to some marchers about how wonderful Mr. Dugdale was, which was also hilarious. Met a cool priest who I'm going to try and chat to about Pride next next event, I think. Um, nice. Got got to hate on the the, the magistrates a bit. Also fun. Uh, also, mm. for the first time, I saw the Varushkin warding of the camp. I've never, just never, ever seen it before. And someone came hurtling up the middle of the marcher area, screaming bloody murder. Um, and the only reason I had any context of what was going on was because someone went, oh, don't worry, it's just Varushka. I was like, what? What is happening? And they have these, like, wolves things? I don't know. It's one of those things that I can't wait to ask a Varushkin about in-game and find out, you know... Organically find out a bit of culture about it, but yeah, March of Trial, Varushkin weirdness, and then I don't even know what happened after that. I think I just went back to camp and then did the classic, like, you know, when you're looking for your friends and you do like our friend? two rounds. Oh no, okay, never mind. I've jumped the gun. This is this is this is we've got to get to to Grimalkin time first. We do indeed. Did you actually start Grimaldkin time, or did you find out about it at the same time as I did? No, you had, hadn't you? You'd been fishing. Yes. Fishing so, for Grimaldkin. So, um, <laughs> um, do you guys want to two-part a Saturday, or do you want to go on and cover Grimaldkin? I really part? don't have that much left, so I don't think it would make sense to... Yeah, there's, there's less left than I thought, because actually the night okay, was not cool. very long. All right. I don't want to screw you guys. As I've screwed you, I see. So um, it's, it's fine. let's get to the Grimalkin. <laughs> so we get to 7 p.m. of Chris's Saturday event, <laughs> and um, basically on Friday I'd announced to the Thorns Council that I was looking for 
volunteers to hunt uh, for Grimmelkin with me. I've made some traps and we need to capture them and return them to the Hall of Worlds. Sol proceeded to kill some of them <laughs> when we were monstering. So I ran out of volu I didn't have as many volunteers this time what? round. What? No, it wasn't all me. <laughs> Sorry, the uh, the Yota managed to kill some of my Blood. volunteers. <laughs> next, it will be the um. Sorry, yeah. Next, uh, next up on that saga, uh, basically I get back to camp and I start getting ready with my. I've made I've made a bolus, which is basically like you know in films they it's like a piece of string with a stone on the end. It's not a sling, but they're like they throw it around people's ankles and it like you know wraps around. And they fall yeah, they're over often with like cartoons. cannonballs or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that, kind of, that kind of vibe. Yeah. I basically made something that looked a bit like that. Now, obviously, obviously I'm not going to go around actually tripping people up. But the idea was to like roleplay it with the Grimmelkin and then drag him kicking and screaming to the Yeah, um, what did you make world. it of, Chris? I made it out of dragon bone. Uh, it was a bandage and dragon bone. So it had about fucking like four thrones worth of dragon bone on it. It was a super valuable fizz rep. Um... <laughs> very upsetting when we actually meet the Grimmelkind. So uh, we're starting to group up a little bit. We all just, you know, like Anvil just has this way of My getting people together. Just for one second, Go just on. enough to say that I remember you talking about this before the event and the plans that were coming out were all, all of these were like, I'm going to trap them. I'm going to catch them. I'm going to get them back. I'm going to this, I'm going to do Large that. Large cardboard box. We're going to stop <laughs> yeah. them. We are going to, it was all, we're going to, we don't want them. We want them gone. And how do we get them gone in the most creative, fun, LARP ways? Then we met a Grimmelkin. We did. So uh, uh, it was a lot of the Thorn Fang <laughs> after their recent battlefield casualties, a bit low. So uh, we got them involved. And uh, you guys as well. I don't know if we picked you up at the beginning. Yeah, you picked us up. It was pretty near the beginning. Yeah, it depends where you the find the Grimmelkin. So we found them near the um, Eternal Family Tent. Okay, yeah, so a little yeah. bit after. So they were trying to... Or was it Bronwyn's West? Uh, Bro oh, I can never say it properly. Bronwyn's, Bronwyn's, Bronwyn's Rest. Rest. I'm so struggling. Yeah, that's hard, that. Yeah, so um, anyway, we're just, we're just gathering at sunset. Uh, if I didn't mention in the last episode, I'll mention it here again. Uh, they like rough music, so like we just had to make noise, and they get distracted easily. They're basically like high lineage briars. They also get along very well with briars, and luckily we had one with us. Um, so anyway, we're all gathering, and then someone points and goes, "Is that one of them?" We turn around, and with a Larry is a Grimmelkint, covered in moss, and having a little chat so we walk over and we, we've heard everything on the like the uh the spectrum here from they're basically like non-verbal all the way up to they're eloquent and have polite discussions this one yeah who one we is. will affectionately call moss was in the middle <laughs> so um so basically yeah. we go up we're having a chat and larry i think we've walked in at the point where larry's just like okay 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 it is greg and i walk over and we just squat on the floor next to the Grimmelkin, waiting for their conversation to naturally finish. And then Larry's just like, I don't know what's going on anymore. And Moss turns to us, and then we start to shake the dragon bone bolus. Now this immediately gets his attention. <laughs> and uh, we'd have a little chat, oh, and he's like, ah, house. yeah, our oh, same. But uh, you know, we say like, blah, 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 blah. Do you want to come with us? And he's like, 
bone. Points to the bone. <laughs> so I give him a piece of dragon bone. He eats it, and then he gives me a piece of moss. Now this moss is... Moss yeah, he just pulls it from a little pouch. Now this moss is like aquarium moss. It's not an in-game fizz rep. It's not worth anything. It's fucking moss. <laughs> so at this point, I look at Greg. Greg looks at me. We look back at Moss, and Moss just nods and goes, good Moss. And then I realise that it is not time to put this thing back in the Hall of Worlds. It is time to, you know, have some okay. fun. Have <laughs> some crazy, uh, crazy band chat song style fun. So we start to lead Moss on a merry trip. Yeah, immediate bonding. Immediate bonding. Yeah. We were thinking, oh, do we just go, I was like, oh, let's go to the Hall of Worlds. I've got loads of Dragonbone over there. And Moss is like, no. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Not uh, like, okay, well, let's go in the forest. And Moss is like, okay. <laughs> so then we start oh. to walk in, and of course, the orc drum starts to play. So Moss starts, goes, oh, what's that? And starts to walk off towards the Imperial Orc camp. And we're like, no, 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 no. And then this is when our rough music kicks in. So we start going, and like banging pots and tankers off trees and making rattling noises. And there's like 15 of us. And it is loud, it is aggressive, and it works. Oh, it works. Moss comes with us and we bait him through the heart of Navarre. And we're like playing with him and, you know, playing, uh, like he's trying to get at the dragon bone bolus. Not like badly, but just, you know, we'd grab, grab for it if uh, we got too close. And then we get to that T-junction where if you turn right, you go to Blackscar. If you turn left, you go towards the market. And at this point, yeah. I'm like, all right, you lot hold him down, I need to I go joined. back. Yeah, I need to go back to camp. I run in screaming. <laughs> the Grimmelkinter's here. Run into my tent. <laughs> grab a bunch of pots and pans and then run back out. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I remember yeah. those. You just, I think you just shoved a pot in my direction. Yeah, I was like, start hitting this. And then we get down. Uh, Moss is at the Y junction by the market. And at this point, it really starts to kick off because um, the, in the time I've been gone, apparently there's been a little scuffle. And they say, Moss attacked one of us for the dragon bone. Uh, so we start to oh, like, no. like, oh, crikey, we need to lead Moss down the, uh, down Murder 2 towards Wintermark. So we start doing this and we just start skipping, making Navari rough music and loads of weird noises. And you know what? It was fantastic. The sun was setting. Beautiful was scene. So oh, it was wonderful. Yeah. It was just pure joy as well. It was one of those things where you were like, Oh, it's just silly, fun plot that it it does have consequence, absolutely. But it's mm. just fun. It's like a love. We were all grinning and smiling, and everyone was knackered but having a wonderful time. Moss was so pure. And <laughs> yeah. bear in mind, we we just lost my new best friend, Edgar Allacrow. Indeed. So I was in the market for a new, like slightly aggressive wild friend. So I was like, I, I think I had the same exact expression on my face when I met Moss as when I had met Edgar Allan Crow. I'll be honest. It was the same vibes. I was like, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. Good. That's, that's a good one. We, we... More of that. <laughs> and a few more people start trading. Like for it, you could tr give them forest resources and they'll like you, basically. So other people had given them uh, Ambergelt and uh, Beggar's Lie. And he had just given them Moss. <laughs> so everyone was like, pick... oh fuck, oh, what's going on? Oh, that Wintermarker as well. Yes, as we get into Wintermark, <laughs> we, um, on the way down, one of, 
one of the pri- another priors walking past, and Moss just goes up to them. They fist bump, <laughs> and the, the priors like, "What's going on?" And then Moss just points at them, points at himself, and he goes, "Moss." <laughs> and the guy's yeah, like, "Yeah." He said like, maybe two words, and it was Moss and Bone. Yeah. Apart from when I said, "Is Moss your name?" and he went dead quiet for a while, looked really frightened, and then went. <laughs> maybe <laughs> i'm not asking any more questions you're fine you're yeah good. this is great <laughs> no yeah. further questions so there's like the the fist bump with a briar we get down to wintermark and i think we're actually ironically by hearst hall and someone is playing yeah, the guitar we were, yeah. very well and moss goes over that to them the... is it pud i think it's pud i have Mother absolutely pud? no idea what i'll take that guess because i have he no was just the, the best chase scene guitarist Oh, and the yeah. best atmospheric guitarist ever. It was just perfect. The yeah. stars really aligned on this this plot. They, they really did, because for once we had like all the Black Scar and all the Thornfang gang in one big yeah. group. And it was oh it was we need to do it often. It was fucking awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then you know, you randomly pick up the amazing guitarist that like provides the soundtrack for the rest of the thing. It was meant to be. It, it was, was so good. Because the guitarist is playing with us. We're trying to bait um <laughs> trying to bait Moss away. I'm like, come on, Moscow, and he he points at us, and he goes, music. And then he points at the guitarist and goes, nice music. <laughs> this is after Chris has managed to convince the guitarist uh, that who says, oh yeah, I've got Dragon Bone. It's in the thing. We were like, yeah, 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 get him, get some. You should give him some. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, so he lost Only some more Dragon Bone. About to happen. Got some fucking moss, and then, and then Abby like, goes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Abby goes over and steals him. And is like, come on, you're coming with us now, kiddo. And we start to yeah. walk around uh, just towards up to Dawn, that classic curve with the big portaloo on it. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we run into Anwin Stormbroke, um, who has a little chat with the Grimmelkint. And we're all just in a little group, just kind of deciding which way to go. But then out of nowhere, there's a couple of shouts. And then suddenly, <laughs> the floor is getting very close to me very quickly. As Moss has tackled me to the floor and is like, scrambling, <laughs> absolutely floors me to get hold of the dragon bone. <laughs> it was, yeah, that was, and was like ah! Moss has savaged me, and it was it was these kind of moments where Moss would go from like dead quiet pure soul to like violent savagery. <laughs> it, was it was great. Awesome. Yeah, like literally rugby tackled me to the floor, started getting it off me, got it off me, I believe, and then started to run and it's at this Um, point is 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 it worth mentioning that you you perhaps know the person crewing moss out of character not me personally uh but good friend of eden's okay we have been close enough yeah Uh, so it looks like anwin stormbroke might have accidentally deliberately set this particular grimalkin on lindir and I can't think of any motive for that, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Moss savages Lindir, gets the dragon bone, and starts to run. And at this point, guitarist starts chase music as we all start yeah. to. He was we, like playing along some like nice little thing, and then it was it was like the moment in what was that movie? Oh my gosh, uh, Road to El Dorado. Mm-hmm. He was like playing loop music and then it suddenly got real fast. And we were all like, whoa, okay, here we go. This is great. As once we're again, in a movie now, you know? It, oh, it was a film. And once again, we're screaming, sprinting down the roads of Anvil through Traders Row as Moss is trying to run. 
Uh, a couple of the other faster ones in the group managed to catch him, get the dragon bone back, and they're kind of playing catch. Moss is diving from one to another. The guitarist is shredding away. We're all following up with our pan and pop music. Screaming. Running. Yeah. Running. Like and got it. It is just wild. Absolutely wild. Very it was similar really to. Lucky um, that the sun was starting to. Was it starting to go down? It's starting to get a little I bit dark at this point. Yeah. Because um, it got to the point where, like, do you remember E1, like, chasing Captain Parsnip around? That was just. Cri- like, you it weren't there for there that, for but that was Chaos Parsnip. Fruit and. Yeah, wacky I remember stuff. hearing about that. And it's just happened again. Um, so we're chasing poor Moss through Anvil. And we go, we take a sharp right up towards the gate. We get up there and there's a bunch of people saying, don't take them back to the Hall of Worlds. We can keep them. We can keep them. And we're like, that's the lies. That, because I, th- I don't, well, we I remember them not saying anything about keeping. They, they had plans. They just, all they were saying was, don't, don't take them back yet. Don't yeah. take them back yet. But uh, I've got uh, a goal and it's time to get Moss home. <laughs> yeah. We were like, going home. Bye. Yeah, yeah. we didn't know. Um, oh, no, we've got to leave that till the end. Got to leave okay, that till the I end. Will. Yeah, so anyway, we uh, yeah. get basically we get Moss up to the Hall of Worlds, and that's where we find the other Grimalkint, who've also been rounded up in the last 45 minutes uh, to be sent back home. Cause the, they uh, liked our music. Yeah, the objective, dear listener, was to get them in the Hall of Worlds and send them back to the Spring Realm. So, uh, decisively as well, decisively send them back, dis- yeah. So they would not want to come back again, I think, was the uh, the wind that was it was talking about. Yeah, the wind was like, if you don't send them back home, they'll basically become pests in forests and start eating the dragon bone and stuff like that. So, all yeah, forests would take big, a like, penalty, yeah. Minus one rank to all forests within the empire it was pretty brutal, yeah. Um, so yeah, and they were so cute, <laughs> they were really they were sweet, fantastic. <laughs> Just yeah, excellent vibes. Yeah, all of all the people who are playing the Grimmelkins, like a, a round of yeah, you guys, a round of applause. So good, absolutely fantastic. So good. Like covered in I was like and, slightly oh. frightened, but also wanted to adopt yeah. a Grimmelkin. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, like a slightly the... feral cat. Yes, yes. It's like when you're walking home, you make a cat friend. It's like that. Yeah. Where any moment they could just run off, but also yeah. scratches. But you love them, and you're like, come on, walk with us. Walk with us for longer. Yeah, come on, come on. And um, so, yeah, um, basically, more drama ensues around the Reggio. Uh, there's four of them now, so we're trying to, like, capture all of them. We're literally playing keep away at one point by throwing the dragon bone over their head. And eventually, dear listeners, we get them into the Hall of Worlds. <laughs> and like, I'm overheating at this point. We're all exhausted. But it's not over yet. Because apparently, they can come back out of the Hall of Worlds any fucking time they want. So it it became yeah. a cont- it was like SCP containment, keeping them in the Hall of Worlds. So every time they came out, we'd throw some dragon bone back in, and they would follow it. Or they might break out and try to go to Urizen, and then we'd have to rough music them back in. It was exhausting. It was like having like two year old children, and eventually that ridiculous. I didn't realize it was this much involved. It was it was yeah, a good hour and a half. I, I think that this was the point where um, most of Black Scar went off because we couldn't get in the whole world. So we were like, oh, they're in the whole world, so we'll just leave you to it. Yeah. Bye. You guys left, and me and, the, me and the core team stayed and had to play keep in and keep away with um, stuff for another 20, 30 minutes. And then eventually they uh, they left. Just saw them leaving out the back with their hands up. And just deep down, Lindir suddenly knew that it was all over. <laughs> yeah. Um, just knew. Yeah. 
great fun, great bit of RP. Um, but the surprise twist we found out at the end is that, uh, just catching up OC with Moss, that they could have actually stayed with us. That was actually one of the plot points. Well, it was someone had predicted, one of the plot writers had predicted maybe people would try and keep them. Yeah. And that was I don't know apparently. how it would actually work, but yeah, they were like, yeah, we were hoping someone would keep keep one of us so we could hang around all weekend. And we were like, <laughs> we were dead. Like honestly, at this point, Moss has become what? an immediate surrogate son to Linda. Yeah, and genuinely yeah. devastated. <laughs> like we yeah. we we skipped that. You know, the oh. writing was on the wall when we passed the Sentinel Gate. They warned us. They gave us a chance. Yeah. But, uh, Honestly, it. when you told us that, there was there was screaming, crying. <laughs> you know, we were we were genuinely like, "Are you are you kidding? We could have had moss for an entire weekend, and we just didn't know." So, oh, man. Oh, yeah, we were sad. all in voice chat, weren't we? And I sent um, yeah. a screenshot of the message moss had sent me. Took a screenshot of all the green rings around our names, just screaming, and sent it back to them, going, up. "We're all screaming." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was so upsetting. Was awesome. And the thing is, um, so Moss wasn't an imperial citizen, so couldn't come through the gate. And considering Moss's aggression, that's a real shame because what a soldier they would be. <laughs> and take him onto, onto the field. Yeah. However, however, there is a spell in imperial law that allows you to take non-citizens through the Sentinel Gate for a day. Ooh. And, and you have befriended him very well. I have, but unfortunately, at this point. Well, in down in downtime, what's happened actually? Moss went back to the Spring Realm, but in downtime of E two, Moss came back to Lindir in Miaran, and they spent the downtime together, uh, working the forest. And the most wholesome part Very of wholesome. this, the most wholesome part, is that the Grimmelkint that were originally going to scourge the Empire, ended up giving all forests a plus one rank instead of minus one, because they stayed around and they helped. They had really they, cool. they apparently they had such a nice time with Anvil Imperials that they decided to help. Yeah. So it was explicitly because of the experience that all of their Grimmelkind had had. In I, honestly, I'm gonna say that that, that Wintermarker who lost inverted commas lost for Dragonbone aided this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But he wishes he has a forest now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he does. Yeah. Who knows? But Maybe yeah, what a wholesome end. Like Lindir and Moss spending downtime planting chaos fruit together because that also got that so done this good. event. And um, yeah. I paid Moss in Dragonbone. Because <laughs> I didn't produce any more Dragonbone than usual, um, at least like from a PD point of view. But I like to think I did. Uh, but I just gave it to Moss. Moss just had some. He had Aww. little snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so cute. Fucking it's, it's too awesome. much. It's too wholesome. Oh, so yeah. Good. There was a really wholesome moment also happening on the other side of the field, uh, with a little bit of black scar and uh, orc yes. uh, culture sharing. Uh, oh, basically the whole uh, uh, saga with tadpole and the cursing had kind of come to an end, and they'd finally met an agreement of. Um, because it was the uh, it was the particular um, event of the orcs. I can't remember. It's it's not like the long night. It's the like the night of something. Night, night of, of worth. There we go. Night of worth, night of worth where um, they basically praise things that are worth something. And um, we wanted to try and 
or Tadpole in particular, wanted to try and do something to um, really kind of, you know, it's basically cement a friendship. And um, without going into too much detail, because uh, it, 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 I really can't do the, the moment justice, but yeah. uh, two Navari and, and Gralka sat in the garden in the centre of the Orc camp, basically making a, 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 a an oath of friendship between each other. It was the most wholesome thing. It was it was amazing. What um, a lovely Saturday oh, we all had. Like, that's just beautiful. so nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, the Grauka tadpole friendship is honestly one of the sweetest, just nicest oh, it's so things. It's so good. I love it. I love it so much. It brings me much joy. It's little one of those frog. unlikely little oh, little frog. One little of those frog. unlikely little connections across the field that are just brilliant for existing, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So good. And I think we then actually caught up with you back at camp before we... Uh, I think we all did head over to the Honeypot originally. Indeed, the best gang house in Anvil. Um, Thanks. Yeah, so, I mean, just I'm just going to finish mine off because that's basically it. I did the classic thing, which in Anvil, you always have to do two circuits around the field before you inevitably find your friends back at camp or somewhere on the field. Uh, but it's always a, it's a two-circuit system. It just feels like it's always that, right? <laughs> Um, so I was going, oh yeah, we'll find people. We went, we looked, we did one circuit. No, we didn't find people. Um, okay, well, we got back to camp. Let's go back to camp, see if they're there. Not there. Okay, well, I'm going to try one more circuit just to see. And then we inevitably ran into everyone immediately. So, you know, it works out. You can find people in Lanville. You've just got to do two circuits. And we ended up not going to the, well, sort of going to the honey pot. And then heading off and actually getting quite a nice early night sleep. Yeah, it is pretty exhausted. It was a long day. Yeah. I ended up in Gin Club. So I actually disappeared from the honey pot. Boo. I paid. This is not anything more than a time for me and Rift to, I mean, essentially do what we've done here and have a catch up. Um, One day you two will it really is Riff and Farron. end up being a general. I can tell. Do a podcast, already. even if even if we we were not recording it. It was yeah, it was really mm-hmm. nice just to kind of sit down and catch up with him, catch up with Travid, catch up with Blackjack. Yeah, it was honestly it was it was it was a really pleasant end of the evening for me as well. Um, not because I don't love the honey pot and uh, all that it brings. But I honestly just needed a place to sit down, have a drink, and chill uh, after feeling very like hay fevered for the rest of the day. Um, and yeah, it was perfect, lovely as usual, great catch ups. I don't really have much else to say. So, what the hell is the busty rat? <laughs> <laughs> so to finish off my Saturday, dear citizens, my uh, event within an event, there was a very busty rat playing. Blackjack at the honeypot. So, um, no, Blackjack, I was talking to Blackjack at the gin club. <laughs> two places at once. Incredible. So, uh, the honeypot, this is not an ad, but the honeypot is one of the finest establishments. The honeypot is one of the it's finest establishments. Right. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to earn ourselves at least some kind of IC 
ad deal, okay? You want an IC sponsorship from the Honeypot I do. and an OC sponsorship from Jabberwocky. Hear us. Yes, please. Yeah, please. That's <laughs> please. what this episode is for. <laughs> two hours, nearly two hours, 20 minutes. We're That's just why we're planning doing it. Out our, yeah, we're just planning out our E3. <laughs> That's yeah. what this is for. So, we were like, damn, we need more food. Oh, yeah, we do. So the Honeypot. The Honeypot is the finest establishment in all of Anvil, where all of your wildest dreams come true. That is, if your dreams include a, a blackjack dealer who loses the ability to speak because of the laughter of a plasticine rat on the table, playing the game and doing better than the human players, and then also forgetting themselves and describing the rat as busty. <laughs> what? When? <laughs> so, basically, we're, play, we're playing blackjack, it's late in the evening, I have had a few drinks, and I'm like, right, I reckon this rat can beat you. I'm talking to one of the players there. So I pull this rat that, of course, Linda just has in his pocket. Um, no, no, no. Let's the... be honest here. Chris, just has, his Chris has the that rat in his pocket. Thing. All right. <laughs> so the rat goes on the table, and the, the dealer's like, oh, I'm sorry, the rat can't play. It hasn't got any money. You know, there's no animals allowed. So I put a throne <laughs> next to its tail, and I'm like, can you break that into crowns? <laughs> and he's like, okay so the rat is just sat there just like hitting he'll always hit and stick no matter what happens so he had some really random hands but he won on a 12 at one point which is like stupid (laughs) and he was doing better than most other people at the table there was some rampant cheating going on as well but it didn't matter because it was like a low stakes game it was a lot of fun um and the dealer basically was having such a good time the, it's just giggling away and I was you know have I ever talked to you two about all of the rat lore like the rats yes, Chris, uh, yeah good good you know the rat shit well what what we <laughs> started what we what we added to the lore this time round was that the rats use as messages in Holberg but they they, they run around the sewers right so they, they deliver mm. messages but the thing is they don't know where they're going so you give one a message mm. and it just disappears <laughs> <laughs> and it'll appear somewhere at some point but you have no idea when so we, it, it was tickling us so much and the, the dealer was like that's not how I'd imagine that rat and we're like how would you imagine that rat as a, a, a pregnant pause while he regained his breath and then went busty <laughs> and then we all just lost it like we absolutely lost it oh, uh, the, the evening just, just devolved from there uh, the rat is very famous now within the gambling community. Uh, he's also quite wealthy. We're talking about how he's got to feed his 500 kids. And if he goes home with less than two crowns, then the kids will start to eat each other. So it became a real, like oh, a real, no. you know, important uh, set of hands for the rat that he lost in the end. And had to go <laughs> home to his wife oh. and explain himself. But yeah, a very, very fun end to a very, very fun Saturday. There's also a massive redacted, and that's it. Beautiful. On yeah. Saturday? Yeah, redacted happened. You didn't, you didn't put that. I know, this is an actual redacted. Wow. Yep. Redacted, wow. redacted. It's so redacted, it's not even on the list. Yep. Shocking. A certain listener knows now exactly really what I'm talking know. about. <laughs> and it's not Greg, before you ask, it's not Greg. But yeah, redacted. <laughs> Redacted, redacted, redacted. Amazing. Lindy, do you wow. mind having a word with me for a minute? Redacted. There we go. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, you're well, so citizens. tempted to say it, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But redacted, redacted, yeah. redacted. That and was that's Saturday. That's Saturday. Yeah. Please Saturday. do not kill Chris in the meantime, because we still have Sunday to record. We do. We do. But we'll, we'll try and do that before we. Which we will try. Yeah. And do. We've got two weeks, everybody. I've I've dated this entirely, oh, but. No. Chris oh, uh, doesn't really. Yeah, you you could have just pretended that we'd been having technical problems and that we just hadn't I recorded could, yet. No, but, it's, you just, know, no, it's, it's entirely my own fault. My my calendar's pretty nuts. It's life. Yes, yeah. it's the calendar. Oh, honestly, we're never going to beat the LARP noobs who did it two days afterward. They hit it out that week. They nailed it. It's because yeah, it's true. because they've like tra they've transcended. They're no longer noobs. They're just LARPers. Mm. They're competent they LARPers are. now. Well, they're, they're also they're competent podcasters. Wow. Yeah, self-burn there. We, we, we do go around yeah. in circles like oh, three times. Yeah. We, we, we love our detail. Uh, I will say that. We love our detail. And uh, I hope yeah. you listeners at home appreciate the detail. Especially you, Jabberwocky, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And yeah, uh, Natalie Pop, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Please. Please, um, please help us. Well, Sorry. Showing your appreciation of the podcast. You then can please send to a our... text to... No, don't. Um... <laughs> you can come to Black Star Camp with free toasty coupons. Ooh, just yeah. buy toasties, guys. I, I Just buy me toasties. And I'll say anything nice about your group on the podcast. There you go. I've put, it, put price We are it. not selling <laughs> mentions <laughs> of on on the Dead Shatter song. Yeah, you might not be, yeah, but uh, the Dead Shatter songs get to choose what happens, right? I see. Dead Shatter songs and no principles um, anymore. Damn. Well, everyone likes Isa better anyway. She's cooler. She is. She has less morals. Before we see you at E3, uh, let's, 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 yeah, we'll, we we got to see you for Sunday first. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it does feel like we've just done the whole event, but we've only done Saturday. That's it. I know. We've got so, Matty, I hope your I Sunday was an entire event to wrap yeah. this up. I can't, you know, until I look at the the thing, I have absolutely no idea what happened on Saturday, Sunday. I can't even remember. Oh, we fought on Sunday, didn't we? We did, which yeah, is, battle. again, next time. Yeah. Chris, do the wrap-up. It was, that's all you get. Chris, cool. do the wrap up. Hippity hoppity, it's the end of the podcast. <laughs>